I heard the fart come out of Conrad's bum As she clapped together violently Pull up the leg, cry aloud Brag about the deed triumphantly Ragged they come and the ragged they kill Jim's hot tub is ready to please Stacy can't have her fun Give Stacy a thrill Jeff Hardy has to return as the fiend. Not a dog, but the fiend. We have to ask JT what that means one day. JT, who returned as a dog? Why do you have to let us know that? But Jeff, oh, Jeff Hardy will come back as a dog, Gino. That type of dog Vince McMahon was trying to get Sheamus and Wade Barrett to cut a promo as in that amazing Freddie Prinze story we covered two days ago. Gino, we're live three times a week on Club. We cover everything. From Jeff Hardy's release to alternate angles of his drug-rattled exit from the arena. Wait till you see this, Gino. And all the way to Freddie Prince Jr. anecdotes. Have Grit.club has everything you need, Gino. And Gino, what do you think of Jeff Hardy? When he got released, my, when I saw the video of him selling a whole match, getting worked on, looking like classic Jeff. Looking like HBK Jr. as usual. Then after the match, he went out into the crowd on his own, holding his tummy. I thought he had to shit. Well, Gino, this alternate angle, this Jeff Hardy that we see tonight is, doesn't look like he has to shit. He looks like he, it's Victory Road 2011. He looks in trouble, and he refused to rehab, Gino. Yes, I did hear that, that he refused to rehab the day he was willing to give him, so he's willing to try to take care of this on his own with his wife. I'm the best in the world right Kevin, now. Kevin, come inside. Come inside. Come inside. Macho Love Punk is Kevin. here, Gino. Sorry, Gino. Macho Punk just got gifted a sub. I would All like the kids' side. meal with chicken fingers Kevin, come Kevin and side. a come small inside. coffee. All thanks sign gifted to. I sucks. would like the kids' Ooh. meal Cassidy. with chicken fingers and, and a, a small coffee. coffee. Thank you so much. All thanks sign. Did you see the bloodline tonight? We the ones. Royal Fought 2's crew was in action in the main event. Jay was back tonight on SmackDown on Fox because now Jeff Hardy's out of his way. There goes another B2K22 member. B2K22 has grit and says never forget to order the small coffee. There goes another member of the Cruiserweight division, B2. The 24-7 division. They were going to give him some you remember when purple we or green belt. Right and now Jeff Woo! Hardy's free. Cassidy sent 100 elixir. Thank you so much, Cassidy. He was gifted a sub by the great All Things sign, and then he cast a stay safer spell with 100 elixir. Thank you again, Cassidy. Jeff Hardy refused rehab. If Sounds like he was, it was forced on him if he's released for it. But let's take a look at this alternate angle. Look at this crowd shot. What is this? Jeff Hardy's in trouble. Yes! Thank you so much for coming out to the What the fuck? Look, that's the Victory Road face. Where, like, the mouth is smaller and the cheeks are bigger. And the, the brow's straight. He's got that drugged out face going on. There's Eric Bischoff when you need him. We've seen this before. Get Stinger out there. Jeff! Hey, Jeff! Hey, 
That guy doesn't have to shit at all. I thought he was in a rush. Yeah, in a rush to get his fucking hit. And then on the way out, he's taking Master pictures Sexy with fans. Grit and says, Quick sting, pin him. For some reason, Dave Meltzer noted that they're supposed to do this after the match, which this is after the match. Dave Meltzer gets everything wrong, I assume, because his report is, yeah, Jeff Hardy took pictures with fans before the match. And you're supposed to do that after. So <laughs> at least now we know how the structure is supposed to be and maybe why Jeff is doing this. He's so drugged out, he did it before. Then he just ran straight to the pictures after. I got to get to the hotel room. I got a little secret out of my pillow. <laughs> oh, good. Last picture. Oh, fuck. Now this kid. God damn it. I gotta get high. It's wearing off. <laughs> Look. What an appropriate pose for the picture. Get me the fuck out of here. I need something now. Jeff Hardy's fiending right now, and he wants to die, Gino. I don't think he wants to die. He wants to get his hit, hopefully get himself to get better because it'd be one last one that he can hopefully go back to his wife and actually recover properly the way he feels it is, which is just himself in his home safe. <laughs> no, Seth Rollins in his home eating apples. But uh, do what drop. Woo. Thank you Match so much, Bacho. Put the lights on, Gino. Do you remember when we super kicked you right in the face? I know this is a solemn time. We shouldn't be partying. Look at Jeff Hardy. Well, Jeff Hardy's partying. Why can't we party? We're, we can't sit here and grieve Jeff Hardy's release. You know he's partying like us. He's got the lights on. Macho Punk just sent 500 Elixir, a shiny uni. Macho Punk, what's so wrong to Jeff Hardy with celebrating a victory in the ring? You're sitting there selling for 26 minutes. You better get your hand held up by Drew and your other partner on the other side. Who was his other teammate, Gino? King Woods. King Woods was there. You get to celebrate as one of the hands of the king at a, a house show. And Gino, after Jeff Hardy got high and got released and refused to rehab, apparently, the ultimatum, not the offer, let's call it what it is, they had to replace Jeff with Rey Mysterio. That poor next town. That sucks. Uh, replace him with Dominic. Just make him really pay. Replace him with MVP. Oh. I need that picture. Get a hold of that kid. We have his face on camera. I guarantee you Velveteen Dream knows him. He looks young enough. We need that pick. Jeff Hardy's cross-eyed in it. <laughs> oh, another one? Oh, oh, ooh, look at here's his face. Okay, so here's before the match. Dave Meltzer didn't lie to us. We just have the extra scoop here on HaveGrit.club. We're sports entertainment journalists, Gino. Like, not Sam Roberts. Sam Roberts is. That's just his Twitter handle, Gino. You know that. Uh, Vic Joseph made it official. Sam Roberts, Vleeties, and myself have been knighted as sports journalists. And this shit is why. Dave Meltzer's lying to you. He said this is all that happened. Dave Meltzer told you that Brody Lee just had an injured ankle. I told you he's fucking dead. And I hated having to say it. That's why I said it like that. I was in pain when I said it. That's why it sounded that way. Wow, this guy's all fucked up. Oh, what is that motion? All right. Okay. I haven't been that high yet. I need to do a couple pen hits. Feel the bounce. Oh, here we go. Yeah! Oh, I felt like I was there for a second. I'm sorry, Gino. What's wrong, Gino? You hate Jeff Hardy now? You don't mark out? 
And I love Mar- uh, Jeff, Hardy and Matt Jeff Hardy and Matt. Sorry, God. Gino. Mark Madden uh, just popped just up. Just an unbelievable performer. This, <laughs> Mark Madden likes him, too. I don't know. This was on autoplay, and suddenly it sounds interesting. I think the Hardys are one of the best. Te- oh, never mind. I thought Ric Flair was going to talk. He was just standing. He was just sitting there, I guess. Sorry about that, Gino. You love Jeff Hardy like Mark Madden? I'm a big fan of Jeff Hardy. And again, hopefully with what Matt did tweet earlier today that he feels extremely happy for the future. That might mean he's teasing that Jeff and him are going to be together since the 90 days he's planning already ahead for the future. I have a theory that drugged out Jeff hates Matt right now. I think they're in a fight. I don't know how else to explain Matt Hardy's odd damage control before the damage was out. I think Jeff's been high for a week, been mad at Matt for a week, and now Matt's posting childhood pics. Like, is this appropriate? I mean, what the fuck? I, maybe you saw this, Gino, and thought we're going to have a tag team. I saw this and saw, saw that his brother died. Like, this is what you do when your brother died. Or if he, he disowns you. Is Jeff mad at Matt because Matt's sober? If they're mad at each other, that's saying, because, again, what Matt did say on, like, his Twitch, again, when the news came out about Jeff being sent home, that he said that Jeff's okay and that Jeff's just going to get the help that he needs. And hopefully he will be okay. So, again, hopefully... Matt's right, and they actually do still talk regularly, at least, so they're still brothers. I'm being baby Jeff, Gino. Take pictures. Take snapshots, Ico. Those are my baby pictures now. I caught a fish, too. Look, they even posted this one when the dad died, Gino. What are you talking about? These are death pictures. Jeff's dead. This is like when Paul McCartney died on that fucking Abbey Road cover. God damn it. This is a scandal all of a sudden. The earth's flat and Jeff Hardy's missing. We're going to figure out what happened to him. Is he all elite or not, Gino? Because, Gino, I heard Tony Khan is a big mark like me, and I want my Hardy boys. We can save Matt with this. Or can we just uh, say no to the drug guy? We got Matt. We're going to make him broken and save Matt that way. It's not about Matt, Gino. It's about Jeff. We're going to save them both. We're going to get Team Extreme back. Is Lita coming back? be surprised if Lita is willing to also come back but what I do feel what they're going to do is Jeff's going to come and that will hopefully lead us to having more of the broken universe coming back where's Lita's baby pictures she's coming back I want to see her run around in a diaper and I don't know what she's been doing because I I think she stopped doing Twitch because WWE didn't want people to get into third party shit so I have no idea if Lita's free or if she's under a legends contract and that she might not be able to come. There's so much Lina, news Lina. with Lita, Gino. I need you to keep up on this all night. I want the early nationals, the fast nationals on this story. You're going to get this here before Meltzer can lie about it. We're going to nip this one in the bud. Jeff Hardy's gone, but apparently... So what's coming out is Tony Khan. I brought up how he's a big mark like me and he wants Team Extreme. But he's going to have a zero tolerance policy. Are we saying stuff without saying it? Like, so even Hardy and his Beth, Beth Hardy brand, his... Branded girlfriend on Twitter. He, she, like, she tweeted out, I'm okay and Jeff's okay. Say you heard that. Well, I want to hear some specifics. I want to hear why rehab was offered. What is this ultimatum about? Did they test him, Gino? Did they check his hair? I'm surprised they test him because they do do the random drug test still because they have their whole policy. That well, they, they can't do that now. They released him. You can't just send him a year after. That 90-day doesn't mean you can keep drug testing him. Gino, does he have a 90-day? How long? You should know this stuff. It should be 90 because he's a WWE contract superstar. 30 days is only for NXT superstar. Should be 90. Should be. See, I need specifics. When I watch Joe Cronin show on YouTube and he has Jake DeMarco on, 
given the news. He's not questionable about it. Jake DeMarco knows his shit, Gino. You're our Jake DeMarco. And Gino, I, I need you to log into your Twitter where Sammy Guevara isn't blocking you because I'm blocked. I need that picture of Jeff, little Sammy with Jeff. Everyone's posting childhood pictures now with Jeff Hardy. Only now Sammy's a little kid in his with adult Jeff. So since we can't have that one right now, here's young Sammy with Booker T. This is just as good because young Sammy looks like this in all the young Sammy picks. I thought my childhood hair was humiliating. It is. But mine was more Bieber-like. Like, at least mine got in style years later. I don't know that Sammy's is ever going to get in style. Gino, you should part your hair like this. Because if you grow that beard back and make your hair flourish, you'll look great. How come you're always slicking it back like CM Punk? I'm used to having it slicked back, man. I'm not entirely sure why. It's just how I've had it. So, again, yeah. I might just try that next time. But right now, it's just what I'm used to. I can guess why, Gino. Are you 60? How old are you, Gino? Are you in your 60s? I'm 28. What the fuck? What? You've only yep. been on this earth for 28 years. and you, Are you Benjamin Button? Probably. Actually, no, I'm not. Again, it's just naturally how I've aged actually, pretty I'm not. quickly, but also normal. I promise. No, you're Gino. You're one of a kind. You're none of those animals, Gino. Gino, do you know whose birthday it was this week? Um, No, whose birthday was this week? What? All right, I could ask Jake DeMarco that question, and he'd know AEW's Crowbar is in his 60s like you, Gino. You're going to keep up with all this. Uh, Crowbar said, oh, it's his wife's. Crowbar's married, Gino. There's some hope for you. Get excited. Crowbar said, happy birthday to my wonderful wife and my partner in crime at ringside. For her birthday, the best gift ever. He, she got, he got a burn from the acclaimed. Gino, can you get me this for my birthday in May? You got me a cameo already from, uh, what was his name? Santino Morella and Lars Sullivan. But now I want one from Max Caster. At some point when I do get hopefully some actual good income and maybe even a real job again soon, I should be able to, man. Gino, you're too much fun. Advice. What a fun thing to say back. That's so much fun. All right, now let's hear how fun the acclaimed were with their birthday wish to Crowbar's wife. Ah, the acclaimed have arrived and we heard it was your birthday so we have a very very special message right from the heart yeah whoa <laughs> i said whoa yo this is where i have to do this right yeah this is all for dancing listen listen we love birthday parties yo, yo. This one goes to Crowbar's wife. You're another year closer to the end of your life. Oh! And Dina, you must be a freak because you're crazy enough to love a Star Wars geek. Oh, it's awful. Wow, it's oh. horrible, Dina. I hate Star Wars. Well, happy birthday. Enjoy. Um... He's saying a Star Trek geek like you and Cody Rhodes, Gino. I don't think I forgot. Having to deal with like lightsabers and <laughs> Wookiees and whatnot. Is that, Wookiees? What, is that what they have in Star Wars? Is it a Wookiee? Does anybody know this? It is. I'm is it? Just looking for some confirmation. Oh, well, I, I could have sworn these guys just came out as gay, and they don't know any of this. Tyler Spider, we need you back. Are they Wookiees? I already know Gino, but it's not cool anymore. Back in the late 90s, it was cool to know. In the early 2000s. Oh, wait, that's when those other movies came out. And then your generation, the 28-year-olds <laughs> and under, are trying to act like the episode one through three are okay or acceptable. Or didn't null and void the whole craze? Get it from me. We had reason to have a fan site back then, at the birth of the internet. I don't watch that shit. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> Jeez, okay. Well, anyway, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. Uh, and this is from Chris, by the way, obviously. 
Is that Crowbar's name, Gino? Don't even fucking tell me. Who's his girlfriend? That's his wife. Who? Who's his wife? I don't think I get about Crowbar's who? wife. Yeah, who is it? Who? Just a person. I don't remember her name. Yeah, well, I don't know her name. Part... I don't know every detail. Well, I'm every turning minute. you down for the rest of the night, you useless fuck. What are you here for? You haven't known one thing. Guess again. I suppose it's Julia Hart. Throw a name at me, you fucking useless fat idiot. Bald fuck. Making bald young people like me look bad. You old idiot. Happy birthday. <laughs> fuck. Happy birthday, you old fuck. Gino, you stink. What a useless idiot. I'm sorry, but anyways, but he knows Crowbar. I'm not going to know Crowbar. You better know that shit, Gino. On a night where Jeff Hardy is drugged out of his mind having a blast. I'm going to be sitting here screaming at a muted piece of shit. Look at him. Look at him. He's happy. Keep smiling like CM Punk and I'll let Kingston your ass. I'll drop the fucking mic right out of Tony Schiavone's hand. And I'll give you, I'll cash in my poker chip. I'm Adam Page too, motherfucker. You're Crowbar. You don't have a chance. I'll fuck you up. Who's your wife? Who's your girlfriend? That was his way of like fixing it, not knowing. Oh, it's his wife. Like he knows something. Yeah, what's her name? Don't act like you know anything about it. When you know her name, tell me about her, her title. I want to fucking spit acid in your face. Look at him. I want to Julia Hart you. Have an entrance on Dynamite Wednesday. Lights are going to go out. Kevin Scampoli shows up in his JTR outfit. And I'm going to spit green mist in your face. This happened to Julia Hart on Dynamite Wednesday. It was the greatest thing Malachi Black's done. After that weird blind spot feud with Gino Cody Fat Rhodes. Gino. Maybe. Old Lang Syne tipped $6.90. Thank These you guys so much. Guys. Thank you, Old Lang Syne. He's still watching. He's behind. He's on the acclaimed part, Gino. We just know we're mad at you. He would have called you a gay right now. Or he's talking about you and I, which would be quite upsetting. But Cody Rhodes had a blind spot feud again. I'm starting to think his generation had the blind spot. You know, Zack Ryder, Mr. Anderson, uh, the, the endless names, Dolph Ziggler, of people who didn't get what they deserved in the bubble. Cody Rhodes being one of them. How's that sip? You know, you got a Pepsi? You're drinking real soda? It's not even diet? I'm turning you back up. Oh, good. You're actually turning me up. Nice. You ever hear of Tom yeah. Brady? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I've what happens it. when he finds out you're drinking regular soda? It's poison. Everything's poison, man. Again, with all the stuff we put into both our food, our drink, and we're all slowly dying by everything we eat. All man. right, everything's poison. This is his answer for everything. He's in between. Oh, rapists are everywhere, like Bleedy says. Pedophiles are everywhere. Everything's poison. So some poison makes you look like me, and some poison makes you look like Gino. So we're going to differentiate right now and tell you to clean up your fucking act, you useless idiot. And that's a choice I can make. A choice I make is just to be me, man. Do you Enjoy take the life. glasses off in the morning when you get ready? Can you look at yourself? Look at how big the eyes are. Sorry, Gino, you're distracting me again. So Julia Hart got spit in the face. God, look at him. I want to spit. Look at that. All that paint blotch behind you is just all my spit, my green mist, my pink mist, my orange mist. <laughs> Ah, my blue mist. It's all over behind you and you. And you can't see, Gino. You're screaming like Julia Hart in the dark. Listen, like I'd probably be ahead like a good couple bit of mists because again, Muda is a legend that I've been following for years. No one cares about Muda. Malachi Black did it. It's his thing. It's not. It's still going to be Muda's thing. We never should forget Muda. 
Oh. I'm still wrestling to this day. Now you sound like Jake DeMarco. Finally, you give me some tidbits. Mood is still going. Turn him up louder. Yeah. Double this volume. Finally, we found out what you're here for, Gino. So we brought up Julia Hart because she was screaming on TV, and it, Malachi Black matters now. Cody's out of the picture. And look what happened to Julia. Her seven-year—this is on Twitter. My seven-year-old sister called me last night crying because of what Malachi did to me. My seven-year-old cousin uh, texted me, Malachi Black, LOL, thought he was dead. Remember that joke, Gino? CM Punk and Kevin Nash. You were dead then. I was there live. I was in the crowd. When I, I thought I was getting Diesel versus CM Punk, like building up to this amazing thing. And then Triple H took it away because he had to beat CM Punk. And I do remember that whole story, and I have no idea why we didn't get an actual real Kevin Nash match. The only thing we got was him in a ladder match with Hunter. That How was much story. better like, would it have been one big match. if Kevin Nash fucking jackknifed CM Punk and pinned him? And that summer of Punk right. We had to wait for a pedigree in October or something. That was like the worst year of my life. At least we got that amazing art of wrestling about it, Gino. So what's, what's Julia's sister? Julia Hart's sister crying for seven. I did think it was real then. I thought it was real until Brian Pillman died. So about 10 years old, 11 is when I finally figured it out. Gino, when did you? F oh, you're, wait, Gino, you didn't grow up watching it, did you? We discovered this on Bleedies. You talk to him every Tuesday and Thursday on Trovo.live slash Bleedies. And we found out you didn't grow up watching wrestling. You're like, you've been a smart your whole life. That's so sad and creepy. You're a pedo. You started as an adult fan. Yeah, well, teenage fan, but yeah. TNA? I always knew this had story time, so I was enjoying the stories and the actual wrestling, the art of professional wrestling. Did you say TNA? I started with WWE first, then I got in TNA, like, pretty much that next week I saw TNA. TNA's your first love. Like, WWE, you're like, what's this? A week later, you're like, Jeff Jarrett? Or was this Tito Ortiz that week when he came? And that sold you? What sold me with TNA, I think, was... AJ Styles and Daniels were still a tag team. <laughs> and they yeah. were like a tag team champion. So like that was a big thing. Those two showing how great wrestling can oh, be. Oh, the Fallen Stadium. Angel. I mean, of course. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, they were a great tag team. They had a big few. I think uh, America's Most Wanted were still a tag team too around that time. So oh. like and those two teams fighting each other were really good matches that got me really to love TNA. J Julia Hart's sister's crying again, Gino. You're upsetting everyone. I don't know if it's the visual or what you're saying, but I think it's all of it. Maybe she's crying about ROH dying like you. You crying about that, Gino? Your shitty company's gone away? Tony Khan killed it. Huh? AW showed up. Good company. No, all you shitty companies got to go away. Do you remember when we super kicked you right in the face? I tried Woo. to tell you. RT sent 1,000 elixir. Adi just sent a thought. Gino, you're so fucking lucky. I was about to bully you about Ring of Honor for a good 15 solid minutes. Now we got to turn the lights on, off, on, off, on, off. Because Adi just sent a thousand elixir. Gino, I told you it would happen. <laughs> told you AEW was good. And TNA's next. They're all going away now. That's how TNA lasted two decades. Tony Khan didn't end it yet. And Ring of Honor is dead as of this weekend. Yeah, tomorrow night's their last event, but thankfully Tony Khan was willing to like step in and help Ring of Honor for this last event and have Jay Lethal replace <laughs> Bandito. So we're gonna have Jonathan Gresham versus Jay Lethal. For the it was time. Kip Sabian busy? Jay Lethal. How many other Joey Janelle is gonna do a lights out match at the final ROH? What a shit show! At least give him Penelope Ford. Give him someone good. Give him the bad bad girl. Is that her name, Gino? 
I have no idea what her gimmick is now because she's with the bunny now for some reason. Yeah, give him the bunny too. Throw all the bu- give him some uh, on the way out. We gotta get swoo, swoo, swoo. She, is she gonna be there because she's not even hired? She has to help Ring of Honor because Gino, your champion's dead too. Ring of, so Ring of Honor has their final show tomorrow, like Gino said. But on top of this, this is so tragic. Now it's actually sad. The champion can't compete. Is it's COVID. So he's not going to be cleared in time. If I were in the company, we wouldn't even count COVID. Who gives a fuck? A cold? Yeah, blow your nose, then go lose the belt on the final show. So this guy isn't wrestling. They have no main event. What's the new main event, Gino? Britt Baker? Is Tony Khan helping? It's home by giving us back Jay Lethal. So Jay Lethal versus John Gresham for the R. No, that's on the pre-show. They're giving him Jay Lethal for the main event? Yes, because, again, he's a big mainstay from Ring of Honor. Until AEW signed Jay Lethal, Jay Lethal's been with Ring of Honor since pretty much the beginning. No wonder Even we suck. No wonder I haven't watched it. I just blame Jim Cornette. He's the only guy that I knew was linked with it that I could that other people had heard of. But now Jay Lethal's to blame. So it's appropriate he gets to do it. Now, they, they should have an interim title match on their final event. That would be perfect. That would be hilarious and perfect. So we need to have Jay Lethal as the interim champ, right? And that, well, they're coming back one day or doing sporadic shows. So an interim champion at the end, without the, with, since the champion can't... Wait, who's the champion, Gino? Gino. And he's out. Okay. Champion can't compete. Now we have interim title match. Now we can't wait for that next event whenever it is, right? So is that what they're doing? I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they're doing. I think that would be a smarter idea because they'll come back in April, probably around Mania weekend, do something that week. Wouldn't be, like, be surprised. It's, this- it's in 12 hours. Do you know it's tomorrow? So they're not doing it. If they knew how to, if, if a wrestling company has a stipulation, you know. Okay? So at least they have a shitty match, but it's not for an interim title. So this company's dead forever. Julia Hart's sister is right to be balling her eyes out, Gino. Why, how did you dry your face in time? How come you're handling this so well? So I've been prepared for this for the past few weeks since they first made the announcement that Ring of Honor was going to close its doors until April. Gino, so this prepared. has been so emotional for you this week. Ring of Honor closing its doors. And then on top of this, we have Johnny Gargano crying. So is there a night this week you got to have a dry pillowcase? Or were you crying every single time you went to bed? It's had like something to kind of be tearful about. Be like, this is at least a good cry or a bad cry, but it's always been like teary one way or another. Johnny's gone, Adi. And how now how funny is that Raj Geary tweet we were looking at two days ago? Raj Geary, he tweeted out, Gargano's going to the main roster, isn't he? And everyone just went, what? Are you trying to get us to look at you? What are you talking about? So here's our, this is the promo that made Raj Giri think that. But Gargano's officially gone. There's no forbidden door, Gino. There's no sneaky WWE path he's going on. He's out. Now i got to read Ryan Satin's tweets on it. And for years, people have asked me why I've been in NXT for so long. It's because I truly, truly love this place. And I believe in it so much. I believe in this place. You know, how did you get such a manly voice? Everyone, like, from your era, it sounds like this guy. Or they have, like, a lispy, young bucks, like, low energy, very uh, uh, nasally. How did you get away with such a voice? No idea, man. In all honesty, I just think I've just grown from, like, a young age, already being, like, kind of a cynical kid. And questioning everything. I think just that and just the yeah. way I've learned how okay. to speak with my cadence. From That's the not age, you, Gino. Cool. 
You never questioned one thing. You actually think Biden got 80 million votes, you retard. You haven't questioned one thing since I knew you. I'm trying to get you to open your mind. What have you questioned in your life? Santa Claus? Good for you. Oh, the big thing I've always questioned is life itself and just existence and what it really means. If this is just You're gonna debunk an temporary it? thing. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Do you remember when we super kicked you right in the face? Woo. Oh, <laughs> Old Lang Syne sent 100 elixir. Old Lang Syne, thank you so much. Can you believe Sonic Gino's questioning life? Look at him. What's he questioning? Gino, you're a fucking model. Now, Gino, what do you question? Like, uh, that the air connects us and stuff? Because Vleeties and I already covered that the other day. What do you, do you question the afterlife? What are your thoughts on that? That's the other thing. Like, I still am not sure. That's one of the things I do wonder. I do think, is this just our existence is just a shell and then once we die our real selves are free and that is like a spirit you ain't got the answers you ain't got the answers gino your dad's still alive have someone die around you and then think about death it might get different you oh did you lose your your salamander you caught as a kid have you ever caught a salamander have you picked up a rock and caught a lizard? Have you, you remember lived a life? when we super kicked you right in the face? Gino, you're 28. You were Cassidy still allowed to go outside. I was forced to go outside when I was a kid, Gino, kicking and screaming. And I went and found some salamanders. I ate berries off of branches. I was living in the wilderness. Did you ever get to do this? I never had, like, a lizard, but I had a snail that I kind of kept as a pet around my yard. That's cute. All right. Oh, your yard. That's fine, yeah, Gino. You had your own house, huh? Yeah, we did Must when I was nice. young in Sacramento. I lived in Summerhill condominiums in Plymouth. I had to play with Bobby Taylor and other kids. Sometimes Clifton would walk by this, the one black guy. Sup, little diggers? Oh, it's the funniest thing when he called us that. Gino, you needed a nice condominium like me. Your life ain't your backyard, Gino. Branch out. Go down the street, for fuck's sake. Because, yeah, my family may be in Cleveland, Ohio. Hi, Mom. I'm sure you're crying at home right now. My dad might be sleeping, but hi, Dad. Damn, everyone's crying right now. We got Gino bawling his eyes out. Julia Hart's sister. But I also this have family mom. back there. Hunter and Sean mean the world to me, but there's also people behind the scenes you don't know. There's Matt Bloom. There's Steve Carino. Terry Taylor. Sarah Amato. My buddy Vic Joseph right in here. Around my best friends. We love Vic Joseph. He knighted me, Vic Joseph. He knighted me a sports entertainment journalist when he made that job title kayfabe this week. JB, Jimmy, Dustin, who did all the waving yet, Cubsman and Watts, who does all the packages at home. The strength and condition. So, you know, this guy's not like Bret Hart, right? So, does this speech mean anything to you? Because I've seen some speeches from like Edge. <laughs> one time Mark Henry gave one and he was tricking us. But we all still cared because it's Mark Henry. If it was Johnny Gargano, the trick wouldn't matter. So do you give a fuck about this guy, Gino? I've always been a big fan of Johnny Gargano and his entire run next. He was amazing up to this point, the end of it. And also this speech I thought was really good. Him bring up everyone that he can that some people would know from the back. From Sarah Del Rey, but using her current WWE name, using Matt Bloom. JB, Jeremy Borash, all these names that are working with NXT that some people would know. Terry Taylor. The NXT legacy is ruined. It's gone. They lost. 2.0 is all we have. It's not, something I look, it's not something I can imagine looking back on fondly. It was the enemy for two years. And now it's, got, it's good with Rick Steiner's son. 
I mean, that's fun. That's not the popular opinion, though, Gino. Try not to throw up in your mouth. I know you hate the 2.0, but there is no black and gold. The, the, the Bella Twins have a bigger legacy than any black and gold. In six years, we're not going to be talking about those colors, Gino. Sadly, I do believe that's true, because in six years, I don't think Chapa's going to be in WB much longer. So, yeah, just all is going to be 2.0 guys and no black and gold members anymore. Chapa's going to be all elite wins his speech. I'm going to cry during that one. You guys are all wasting your tears on Gargano. Sean Hayes. There's so I'm many I'm going to cry during Pete Dunn's speech. I the like list him. goes on and on and on. This, this is like my family here. This is my family. That Man, I missed all the episodes. Fuck. Didn't this guy fight Velveteen Dream? I have seen great matches on NXT. And still, assuming all his matches were that level or better, I'm still looking at him like, you're still you. That's your face. That's your outfit. You're not a wrestler. Get the fuck out of here. But sometimes it needs to happen. Has he ever been a bad guy, Gino? Yes. He actually attacked Alistair Black from behind, and people didn't know the entire time who attacked him, who attacked him in the backstage. And Nikki Cross knew, and it was Malachi Black got attacked by Johnny Gargano. And that started his big heel turn. I gotta live the black and gold. I just remember Sami Zayn fighting forever with Nakamura. I didn't know any of that happened. I saw good NXT. So. Oh, yeah, this guy's why I stopped watching. Oh, that's right. Midgets. One message Finn Balor helped. Is you will never fail if you bet on yourself. Even Samoa Joe couldn't get me back after Finn Balor. And I don't know what my immediate future holds. That's up in the air right now still. Gino, something happens here. That's why we're watching it. Also, because I know the world is in tears. I had to see it. And you sent it two days ago with your Gino's drive-thru. So I had to see what the craze was. And apparently it's this guy, Grayson Waller. important thing for me is to worry about Oh, Candace, wait, this is the Aussie. To worry about my I know son Grayson Waller. And show my son teaching to be the best man he Why can are the be. people yelling? Behind you. He's not listening. Behind you. Uh, 2.0 is even worse. I, you know what? Maybe Black and Gold will have a legacy, Gino. As 2.0 has only two names we care about. Tony D'Angelo and Rex Steiner. As we see Grayson Waller and Carmelo Anthony and whatever the fuck's happening on this show. Lash Legend. We might be missing Black and Gold. And then come six years, we'll have one of those reunions like ECW. We'll get the Hammerstein Ballroom, Gino, and we'll pack that place. I do feel like they would do some type of big special for that, but since you bring up the Hammerstein Ballroom packing it, selling it out, GCW just did that. They're going to have a GCW show in the Hammerstein Ballroom in January. No, they didn't. Oh, yeah, January 22nd, Gino. Yep. And I saw on Twitter, Matt Cardona now isn't just in his Hollywood Hogan run. He's also in a different phase. He's, he's Hulk Hogan and Bischoff. Is that still Hollywood? I don't know. Because that sports skater tried to act like he's red and what, yellow Hogan now. So this all started with Matt Cardona tweeting the other day. This is my Hollywood Hogan run. And the latest update is he tweeted that he and the co-founder or owner of GCW are Bischoff and Hogan, which is, which is not good. Like Hollywood Hogan, at least like is a symbol of the most important heel turn of all time. You know, WCW taking over, 83 weeks, all that. He takes credit for National Hall popping the territory, but still. But Bischoff and Hogan, didn't they? Like, 
They deserve all the credit that Russo gets for that shit fall failing. It was shit for years before it was done. And then the TNA shit. They took our six-sided ring. This is who Cardona wants to be, Gino. I think he's more focused on like the WCW Eric Bischoff Hulk Hogan, which is still Hollywood Hogan. And I do kind of agree, like, at least with Brett Lauderdale finally kind of being a character now, because he normally was just a guy in the background who just was like, hey, how's everyone going? And just presenting new events, he now seems to be more of a character now. And what the fuck GCW happened to Court Bauer? What happened to, like, there were these writers. What was that guy that, Dave Lagana? What happened to these guys? They just died? Didn't Dave Lagana rape someone? I could have sworn there was, like, people 10 years ago that were making promises. And now we're stuck with... Whoever the fuck we're talking about now, I gotta keep learning new names. Well, that's thing. A lot of like new promotions are always gonna come around. GCW's been around for years, but yeah, Brett Lauderdale, the guy who runs GCW, has been around keeping this flowing the best he can. And now with people like Macadona, who's helped put a lot more attention on GCW, it is becoming that actual third biggest promotion here in North America. I- I'm already trying to learn the name of the guy that runs Triller because he's calling out Dana White. Now I got to learn about Brett Lauderdale, and luckily he's doing media rounds. He talked to my favorite guy, Raj Geary. Oh, wait, Raj Geary ain't on the video, but it's Wrestling Inc. Of course, we know Raj Geary as the guy who thought Gargano was getting called up the other day. So this is his outfit, and they've been doing great. You feel a lot of I'm responsibility. I'm the best in the world. Kevin, come and, inside. Um, come inside. Come inside. And I do feel that burden, but that's, that's one of the things that drives me, um, you know, being under... I would like a kid's character, meal Gino. with chicken fingers and a small coffee. Gino Altlingside just gifted us up to WWE Tribal Chief. Also, thank you so much, Altlingside. And I missed his That's Trovo. So Altlingside gifted another sub and sent to Trovo. Adi sent a cash bang. Oh, yeah, the lights were on for that. And Cassidy sent a chicken winner. Thank you, Altlingside, and congratulations to WWE Tribal Chief. Gino, you told me Brett Lauderdale's a character. Where's his promos? This sounds boring that I brought up. Right now, again, his character is more like, yes, he's the guy in charge of the show, having it run, and like Macronotas kind of make him a character by putting him in the stories, being like that Brett is a bitch who's just following through what Macronota wants, being even though not the G-State champion, the G-State universal champion. How about WWE adding another layer to their powers? We already had Sonny Deville making superstars grovel. Even Drew McIntyre couldn't get a one-up on her verbally. And now she answers to a higher power. But we call it something else, a greater power. There's just one word difference. So, Gino, it's getting convoluted again. Are we going to reveal a new higher power soon? Or is this going to go on forever? I feel we may eventually get some new higher power, which is, in reality, it is Vince. But, again, it's just going to be some random character like Nick Cott. Oh, God, Nick Khan. Oh, Gino, you're a genius. We're editing out all that mean you know, stuff fat I said. Gino. All that mean stuff I've been saying to you doesn't count anymore. Thank you so much, Ghostem, for following. Nick Khan's the higher power, Ghostem. He's going to debut on SmackDown, right, Gino? He's going to be on the big show. He's on Fox. He needs a mask, maybe. He can come out looking like fucking... What did Rikishi wear when he was the Sultan? Whatever that mask was, he's the Sultan now. You know that Nick Khan loved the Sultan. He grew up loving the Sheik. He's from Iran. And then Nick Khan claims Vegas is home. No. Only Italians can do that from out of town. Thank you very much. We didn't welcome you here. Once we were bought out by Jamba Juice, then you moved in. You didn't see that episode, Gino? 
Tony Soprano sold this building to Jamba Boost. When are you going to watch cool stuff, Gino? You watch wrestling all day. And I'm not talking about awesome wrestling like AEW. Like WWE Raw, Raw second hour, the best hour of the week. You're watching it all. You're watching beyond wrestling. You're watching Evolve Wrestling. And you watch at least, you watch all the, the bump for me and you get my clips. But there's not, no clip you leave unturned. You should be watching UFC. We got a big card tomorrow. You don't care about real punching? I used to like follow UFC. I'm the best in the world. Kevin, stuff. come inside. Come inside. Come inside. What the fuck, Gino? This guy loves you, Gino. You just got him to follow, and then all things signed. Gift I would like the kids' sum. meal with chicken fingers and a small coffee. Gino, thank you, and thank you, all things signed. Something about you and all things signed got this man here, and he's staying. But Gino, you got to watch Gaethje versus Chandler. I mean, this is a real fight, but it has more story in it than any of your fucking black and gold NXT bullshit. There's no heartbeat ending a match, like getting the demon to come, and then the turnbuckle breaks. It's just this little guy, Michael Chandler, fighting way above his weight against Justin Gaethje, and it's clear early. There's a power difference, but the grit is, the grit might be equal. Justin Gaethje has some grit, and, but this, Michael Chandler's still getting in the pocket, getting into dangerous places. Gino, it's not that hard to learn. There's only like eight punches to learn. You got your jab, your straight, a couple hooks, some uppercuts. It's so simple. The ground stuff's as easy as that. And then, Gino, a couple knees and kicks. You're going to learn all this in a weekend. Again, like I could learn it all back again. Because, again, I used to follow this yeah. early on. I don't remember when I started and when I stopped. But, yeah, I just I have caught up with so much more wrestling than... MMA, so that's just been kind of in the way. Because you're a mark, Gino. We got That's how we wrestling fans save face. It's how we differentiate each other's from true, uh, each other from true smarks. Without UFC, Gino, you're a sad sight. But if you had these posters behind you, you would look like such a fucking badass right now. You'd have some street cred. That's what these posters give me, Gino. I gave you the history lesson. This fight over here doesn't even count because the guy was on steroids. And I got to tell you that every week because you forget. Chandler versus Gaethje, Gino. One of the greatest fights ever. And tomorrow, Dustin Poirier is about to win a title. And if you, were, if you knew the story of his opponent, the champion, Charles Oliveira. Like this guy has like 400 fights. He's old as fuck. He's an old head. But that's the thing, Gino. If you knew about fighting, you'd know. Fighters hit their prime way later. Nate Diaz showed me that. I'm new to fighting myself. But this Oliveira proves it. 30 fights in, 40 or so. Now I'm better than ever. I figured it out. Guess it's mental, Gino. It's like a quarterback. Everyone else thinks fighting's like every other position in football, where your prime is young and you need to be strong and fast. No. You need to deal with the camera, Gino. You need to deal with everything Brendan Schaub couldn't. The butterflies. And then you're going to forget your game plan when you're nervous. And it's a kind of a complicated game plan, Gino. You got to choke this guy out. It does make a lot more sense. Like when you get older, you do learn a lot more from not just like young opponents that you started off with, but then also older opponents that you fight against. So again, it does make sense. That is age that helps you more than strength and youth. You don't even know about Michael Chandler versus Charles Oliveira, and you just said all that. Gino, it's a UFC free fight this week. Make sure you watch it. But Gino, it's our big night tomorrow, a huge card. We've been waiting for Cody Garbrandt to knock someone out for years. It's been too long, and it's going to happen. I'm going to make you watch it. Just like, but Gino, don't worry. I'm still going to buy your Matrix ticket. 
We got to go back to Gino's drive-thru. Our movie's coming, Gino. You, you still haven't told me when. When's Matrix coming? 12 days. 12 days from tonight. I thought I was going to have to wait till Christmas Day. So, Gino, Keanu Reeves is doing his promotion. We can't wait. You know this movie's just going to make the blue pill cool. It's the only reason they're making it, for the, to uh, brainwash Gino. At least that's what I thought till I saw this. Listen to Keanu Reeves. He's, he's woke as fuck, but the real woke. Like, he took the red pill woke. What woke originally made, meant, before the fucking other side stole it from us. Even Cyberpunk? No, I mean, I've seen um, Great game. demonstrations, but I've never played Do you know, highest-selling game ever. I have it. I, I didn't return one of my copies, so... Other than in Cyberpunk, they were hacking a character. You were the most requested hack to make a, a character that you could have sex with be you, be your character. Yes. And it got to a point where the, the game developer said, no, you can't do this, because we're not sure if we have permission to do this. Oh. Now, but leading to this point, Keanu had already got into just societal rants. Just philosophy about meta and Facebook and uh, what is it? What are those th NFTs and God, just breaking down what you kids, you know, what your generation thinks technology is and what rare means and what valuable is and how us woke old heads know better. I mean, so now he almost brings it all together into this sexy talk and it's great. Now that I have you, like, what do you think about that? Oh my God, it's always nice when it's nice and, you know. Yeah. It was affection. Yeah. I, on the other hand, say no, thank you. <laughs> so that's a no, no for me. No, thank you. Yeah, Trinity but... sucks. Well, Keanu's fine with it. No, because... <laughs> yeah, too late, Trinity. We already came all over you. You didn't even fucking know till now, so get over it. <laughs> You're okay. No one's dead. No one's raped, just digitally. How much money is in porn, right? Yep. So uh, you could not even have to be there and people could have digital sex with your digital uh, avatar. What's that? What's it called right now for members only? You could do a whole thing. Oh, my God. And then you get the suit that's probably made in Sweden <laughs> or some German thing. Oh, uh, my God. And then you got the VR thing. I hope that I do not thing. live to see this. Oh, my God. And then they've got the data on you with your, like, um, your arousal metrics. Oh my gosh. I did not see this conversation going right? here. But so I'm... then you're in the suit with arousal metrics through your members only Metaverse X. God help us. That's all I'm going to say. And so then you're like, take everything off, and then how do you feel about the relationships you're in? Right. Great. What is real, what is not? Right? But then you hold that real thing, oh. and you're like, oh man, I'm so glad we have reality. You're going to be hit up as being like, I loved that part. Well, the part where I laughed was when, said, when he said, then you wake up and what do you think of your real relationships? Of course, he wasn't thinking what he ended up saying. You end up realizing real relationships suck. About the relationships you're in. Right. <laughs> Great. What is real, what is not. Right, but then you hold that. God, we got to see this movie, Gino. What scene does this come out? I want to hear Agent Smith talk about it now. I'm sick of Mr. Anderson talking about it. What do you think Agent Smith thinks about getting fucked? I have no idea, man. That's a good question because, again, we believe that like mr smith's whole character is that he's the virus that's infecting it but we don't know the entire reality of what that is in the actual story gino are you, you the architect gino you can't even comprehend the matrix so i'm gonna have to tell you about it again you forgot what the architect is i did forget like the details of the architect again i need to like watch through the original three again you didn't forget one for detail film. of doki doki literature time you got plenty of space up in your melon for that, Gino. Gino, you ever jerk off in front of a girl when she's in the room with you, not on webcam? Nope. What? 
Gino, it's Why sucks. would I jerk off with them when I could use them? Well, because they're watching Star Trek. You weren't there, Gino. And it was shameful. I don't need your lecture about it now either. Why are you lecturing me? Gino, she was watching Star Trek Bottomless. What am I supposed to do? I, I should have just had sex with her, huh? But I thought it would be sexy if I jerked off next to her. It wasn't. She was just watching Star Trek. That's why what I'm saying is you should have told her, hey, let's do it instead, because you are aroused that she would understand. Could be the most shameful moment of my life, and I'm glad, glad you just brought it up. Do you know we have to take a break soon so we can run down SmackDown beginning to end like we do every Friday? I'm going to be back Monday with Vleeties to run down Roswell, and Vleeties will be here Wednesday to run down Dynamite. Three times a week on HaveGrit.club, Gino, is how you can catch us. Gino, it's such a unique time to be alive. This is like the only time ever you can go to work, and instead of your job being there, it's a site that says, oops, you need a time machine for this content. It's not a fun way to get fired. I think that'd be a more interesting way to get fired than you having to sit down and have people that are like managers to you talk down to you about, hey, you're released from your job you don't need to come oh yeah in. gino you hate when they bring up your ibs see when i get fired in real life it's usually respectful no oops or time machine or my oops are for nip slips and lip slips not for my management so my real life firings are a lot nicer than twitches but your real life firings must be miserable well that's what you get for sleeping in the freezer for shitting too long in the with your ibs gino too and again, I'm aware of that, but at the same time, it still is demeaning. They just want to make themselves feel better sometimes when they have their one-on-one -on -one or have multiple managers talking to you and kind of talking down to you yeah. to make themselves look better to the others. I'll put up with that shit, Gino. And you get them behind their back anyway, Gino. Don't worry. You always get the last laugh. They don't have to hear it. It still happened. Gino, what song do you want to hear during break? Have we finally finished the Ana yet? Dion is not ready. Gino, when it's ready, I promise you, you'll have the, the master copy. I still have to make Tyler Spider's Stay song, the Justin Bieber one. So I've been putting that one off because JT has all the best songs, and we're about to prove it. So, Gino, what other song on, do you have in mind that can prove that? Macklin. Macklin, what a pick, Gino. We'll come back to that. I get to pick the ones that get us there. Gino, I'll pick some bite-sized ones and play a bunch. And then we'll come back. We'll run down SmackDown beginning to end. Sami Zayn opened the show, Gino. You don't want to miss it. And Brock Lesnar was there. Kayla Braxton was so nosy. And Zia Lee debuted. Gino, wait till you hear what Zia Lee said. She was in tears this week, too. Like you, like Julia Hart's sister. And I'm pretty sure we had two or three other crying people that I forget so far. Not Rittenhouse. That guy's partying like Jeff Hardy is this week. Like we are with the lights on. You got to catch Rittenhouse's media tour, Gino, where you can. He's not shy about anything. And he laughs a lot. All right, Gino, I picked a song. But no one sends us to break better than you. First, go to subscribestar.com slash TWFS. And when you go there, Gino, the TWFS YouTube video will be, uh, YouTube archive will be there. Pay-per-view companions will be there. Hundreds of podcasts, fourth hour, third hour in TWFS. It is the greatest collection of content that TWFS has and the best way to support Gino. That's where Quigley tips after streams. He sends $5 at the end secretly that way. That's so very nice of him. So, yes, we will all be back with our discussion for third hour after our little break right now. Let me be there. Let me stay there a while. Oh, 
I can give you something that you won't forget. I can give you something that you won't forget. I can give you something that you won't forget. But I cannot promise that you won't regret. When I make this promise, I may soon forget. What has become a blessing when I make, I may just let in the feet. Hear me scream Won't you let it be? Oh, won't you let me be? Why don't you let us in? Why won't you let us see? Oh, won't you let it be? Why won't you let us see? Why won't you let us see? That will never get over Oh, won't you let it be? Will we ever get over? Or will we just let enough be? I think we better get sober Look at Puppet D. Look at Puppet D. 
You remember when we sent the thing to write my face? I don't think that expires, right, Ayako? Then again, you're always taking your CBLs. You're always taking a new course to recertify. So I'm like a 2000, what year was that? I'm a 2010 nurse. I don't think I can treat people anymore. Yeah, but I can still wipe your ass. That can't change, Gino. That's all I got to do with my pin. I was in the licensed practitioner nurse program. I scored in the top 2% on the T's exam. I'm a hidden does wonderkin to Gino. So I can wipe the shit out of your ass. But I don't think I can do any of the medication anymore yet. I didn't pass the course. I dropped out, Gino. I pursued war full time. And look where it got us. Sammy Zane came out in his wheelchair, Gino, with two buffer nurses that I could ever be. I don't care how many flex uh, spells have been cast on Trovo in the last couple years. I'll never look like these guys, uh, Gino. And Sammy Zane looked like retiring Batista. Remember, he came out in his wheelchair all hurt up. He should have peed himself like Drake Maverick. He being Batista, but if Sami Zayn did it too, that would be awesome. Sami Zayn would have done it to be like Batista if he did it. Not like Drake Maverick. So Sami comes out and he says, it took Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar to put me in this chair. It takes the elite. And Gino, Sami has been getting such great roles lately. I loved his locker room leader thing most recently. The conspiracy was gold before that. And I assume that's how we built so much trust. Couldn't have been any of the other, like, red tight Sami Zayn with red Zs on his tights. That can't be the guy who built confidence. But the guy who's been on TV since quarantine has been doing phenomenally. So, Gino, uh, when are we getting our conspiracy doc from Sami? And what do you think about him getting all these Brock Lesnar, Heyman? Uh, what else? He had another big uh, role recently. Vince McMahon. He's been getting on screen with the best of them. Yes, he has, and I do think what honestly got him to this moment was the period of time when he was part of the Artist Collective with Cesaro and Shinsuke. Having that amount of time, having him earn <laughs> this trust, being on SmackDown, being a committed character to try to get this group to get a big push, and now for us seeing that he's just a great character and always will be and always has been, and now to have all this time on television, and I do feel that the documentary is going to come Eventually, especially now that we've had these two big names keep beating up on Sammy and stopping him from getting what he deserves. So sure. I do feel this is all going to connect to the conspiracy. We better not get this Muslim doc before the Lex Luger doc. we got a patriotic Lex Express to talk about. But we're going to talk about Sammy Zayn's ice cream truck in Iran. 
that drives through rubble and throws out Band-Aids. No, Lex Luger is a legend, Gino. But Sami Zayn's on his way there with these amazing roles. So you're saying that Artist Collective did it. I can see that the same way that the three-man band helped out Jinder and Drew. It just shows they'll do anything you ask in their tools. And that's what they want. If Braun Strowman did a one-man band, he wouldn't still be here right now. He started having a backbone at the end. All those needles he stuck in his ass started giving him some sort of talk back. And you know the bubble don't like talk back. They like apologies twice because the first one wasn't good enough. Ask John Moxley about that, Gino. You remember. So what Sami Zayn says, isn't it a little weird? Isn't it strange that two Heyman guys put me in a wheelchair? So Sammy thinks there's a Heyman conspiracy. And then Heyman interrupts, basically proving he's right. And Heyman came out and said, my people own entertainment in Hollywood, talking about Jews. And yeah, this sounds like a conspiracy to me, doesn't it, uh, Gino? Uh, and you know, Sam, Sammy's a big Palestine believer. He draws like the bar he draws the board, what do they call those? Borders. Yeah. The, we call them walls in America. <laughs> But they, they draw those borders. He draws those borders on globes. He thinks Palestine's real. Get the fuck out of here. He loved Heyman's Jew jokes. Gino didn't even get them. Gino, if you question things as much as you think, you know exactly what Heyman's saying right here. His people do run entertainment in Hollywood and the drug trade and the war trade. And you should check the percentage on them on how many there are. Gino, it's very disproportionate. It's very scarily disproportionate. But Gino... Do you think Sammy will elaborate? Doesn't maybe this will make it in the dock? How the Jews like Paul Heyman are running everything. I do feel like it might add to the document to the documentary, especially because Paul Heyman's dad was a lawyer, and before Paul Heyman came out, Sammy kept on talking about how he's going to sue everybody. So that he also knows about litigation because of his dad. I still so like Paul all Heyman those. I like Heyman's people better than Nick Khan's people, so I'm rooting for the wrong side in a way. I don't know. I'm just picking the. Lesser of two evils, I think. I'm ignorant, you know. I gotta read more websites and figure this out. Paul Heyman is blocking Sammy's shot, the TV, TV camera, and Sammy keeps telling him, get out of here, you're in my shot. Sammy stands from the wheelchair, and Pat McAfee can't believe it, it's a miracle. And Sammy says he knows there's no Roman Reigns tonight, so there's no one to protect you and your people. Your people ain't here. Brock comes out, though. The uh, ad I'm the best in the world right Kevin, now. Kevin, come inside. Come inside. Come inside. You know Paul Haven is Brock's advocate. Gump Nasty was just gifted a sub by all things. I would sign. like the kids' meal with, with chicken, chicken fingers, fingers and a small coffee. All things side has gifted four subs. Uh, there was two early, then Tribal Chief, then Gump Nasty. And I, oh my God, there was one. I, I think I see another one. Ghost M. Ghostem got a sub as well. Thank you, All Blank Sign. Also, thank you, Beefist. Did we know Beefist sent that cash bang? And Adi? We need the lights on more than once, Gino. You're the one that's supposed to be keeping track of this for me. Thank you so much, uh, All Blank Sign. Gino, you're my accountant. You're my Heyman. You're one of those people. And I wouldn't mind being that person, being an actual accountant, especially since you've still not watched the entire movie, The Accountant with Ben Affleck. The ending's so good, I don't want to ruin it by seeing the rest. When that dog playing poker painting gets delivered, I was crying as much as the girl. And I love when that's on before Dynamite. Uh, out comes Brock in overalls and flannel, looking like Hunter Brock. And they drive this home all thanks sign all night. Not only is he dressed this way, he drags a Confederate flag stuck in his shoe like toilet paper. 
Like, he just got out of the bathroom. A full Confederate flag comes out with him. And then when he was backstage later, he told the story about hunting moose. And, so, and also, he took out a phone. It was a flip phone because he's a woodsy guy. Get it? He wouldn't even have a flip phone if he was. And he can't figure it out, though, because he's a woodsy guy. So I like this Brock better than any other Brock, much better than the, than the next big thing. So I'll take it. And Brock asked Sammy how his pain is. You know, Sammy's in a wheelchair and all. And Sammy says it's a 10 out of 10. But emotionally, it's a 20 out of 10. <laughs> and that seemed improv. I liked it. And Brock wanted to make him feel better. So Brock's going to take Sammy to Saskatchewan to hunt, Gino. And Paul Heyman's in the ring the whole time hating this. He says, what am I looking at? My dispensary trip is kicking in. Gino, I got to do a pennant. We need rules, right? Of course we can do pennants during break. That, that goes without saying. But if Heyman brings up weed, we do one, right? It could be for both Heyman and Riddle, I would think, since those are the only two that would talk about weed since they're with Paul Heyman's connection with RVD and just Riddle's entire connection with weed ever since the UFC and getting kicked out for weed. Uh, Riddle's gimmick is try hard on that. We don't reward it with Bennett's for ourselves. I wouldn't smoke with Riddle. He's fake. He's acting like Keanu Reeves tonight. He's acting like Bill and Ted. And I don't like it, Gino. You can tell that Jackass Forever hated it. Orton hated it. Well, Jackass Forever wants to hang out with the Viper. They don't want to hang out with this little kid, Riddle. It is dumb, Scooter. I'm getting caught mouth from my pen hit, Gino. After Heyman brings up the dispensary and we do our pen hit, Brock attacks the nurses. Because once Heyman challenges his old advocate, or the guy he's the advocate was for, uh, Brock feels that challenge, and he needs to prove he's still Brock. And he beats everyone up. And then once he gets to the back, Kayla asks Brock why he went out there. And Brock says, talk to my advocate. Gino, when Roman gets back, there's going to be hell to pay for Heyman. Yes, we're going to keep on with the story of who's Heyman behind, who's he working with. Again, we did this earlier for Crown Jewel, and then we're just going to jump right back into it now for day one. We get we're to jump into Latin Day one, I can't wait. You know, you're doing the companion for that. Nathan's going to be so excited. We got Latinx versus Boogs and Nakamura on uh, SmackDown tonight. Almost called the Dynamite. I was going to boycott this, but it was so fast. Nakamura won very quickly, Gino. So it's almost like we boycotted it, but we didn't have to. It was one line of a match. It was beautiful. And then we get to see the biggest part of the night. Xavier Woods is backstage. Gino, I'm fighting the visual for this. We're about to see his new crown. Give it a 10. Give it a score out of 10, Gino. If you like A through F, letter grades better, go with that. And tell us what you love or hate about Xavier's crown we're about to see. I honestly think it's pretty much like a 9 out of 10 because, again, it has the semblance of, like, the original logo of the King of the Ring. The gem is right there where the R would be for the King of the Ring. And just like, looking larger than it probably is, and it kind of fits perfectly for King Woods. Large. That's the key word, Gino. It's so big. His new crown is the biggest crown of all time. I want the WWE on Fox upload. I want full quality. And you know it's going to be some Indian film in his TV whenever we find a clip. Gino, get me my Twitter link. You know how to find these things faster than me. Here's our lo-fi version. This is Xavier Woods unveiling it. And they, this was like, I thought we were going to have to wait all night. We see him backstage with it like this. The crown is covered in velvet, Gino. And I thought, okay, damn, they're going to bring that out to the ring. I can't wait till the main event when the crown unveiling happens. But no, it all happens in one scene. And we ruin it with the Viking Raiders. Here we go. Here 
like in the presence of your king, King Woods. of bloodlines. Today is a very special day indeed, for today your king shall present to you his hence to forth new crown. Behold! Oh, you're gonna do the pose, Aiko. Damn it, we no. ruined it, Aiko. It's show business, Gino, you don't understand. This is st you're still a rookie. We still haze you. You don't know the, the podcast image pose and the show business aspect. This is a taping, Gino. We're doing a live taping at show business. Shall present to you his hence to fourth new crown. <gasps> Behold! <laughs> JK, you're going to draw me doing this. I don't know why I do this at all. It's show business, Gino. Shut up. Jesus. Now that I have my new majestic crown resting upon my royal brow, forged from the donated unicorn horns from all across the land, oh my God. I am now prepared he for He crowdfunded it, Gino. How much did you send him for the crown? I sadly have no idea. Like, I did not send anything for the crown, but yeah, I don't know how many of the unicorn horns from the past he actually did get to for this new crown. Gino, you're leaving crown. the room? You get a little further left every time. You got to take a shit? Trying to find again. Like, I have my laptop <laughs> on one side of my desk, kind of, so I have like, Gino, adjust. you wouldn't even buy Free the Narrative 2. Of course you didn't fund the crown. You won't give back to wrestling. All you do is consume, consume, consume. The auspicious battle. Sir Kofi and myself tonight will fight valiantly against the bros from the land of Ra and of course against the odious orc-like Usos in order to once again yet prove that we are the greatest tag team. Gino, I think we have Christmas Raiders. I think that's supposed to be a snowflake on the Viking Raider. See, they're ruining the scene. We're supposed to be looking at the new crown and I'm looking at this fat idiot. Didn't he have a broken neck a few days ago? How did he heal so fast? Take a few months off. We'll call you when Raw Underground comes back. We'll call your girlfriend, too. Isn't he married to a wrestler? She can dance on the, in the cage on Raw Underground. This is, we need a cage on Raw Underground, Gino. I, I loved having no ropes, but if we could have a cage that even has the crowd in it, because we still need them to... Oh, we need arm holes in the cage to slam the mat. That's what we need. So we'll need foot holes in the cage to climb it, and then arm holes so the crowd can really get me into the Raw Underground type of vibe going on. JT, draw this, too. You got a couple assignments tonight. You're going to get one of these in. Don't forget that one. It's show business. Relax, Gino. So enough about the Viking Raiders. Who cares what holiday it is to them? We care about the new crown. Now they're going to relive it because without looking at the Viking Raiders. Here we go. Now that I have my new majestic crown resting upon my royal brow, forged from the donated one. unicorn horns from all across the land. They, I, they, the best way to sell this, Gino, is to go almost like those cloth wizard hats. You could stuff one, like stuff a crown kids can buy. You don't want to buy something that's going to get pulled off Walmart shelves for being dangerous. They have, like, people that work there that'll make that call. I used to be department manager of housewares, Gino. And my favorite item I picked for the holiday season one year that I gave an end cap to was this amazing pan that had grill marks in it, a frying pan with the grill lines and everything, and the handle twisted in to put away. 
uh, the handle twisted in. Or not twisted in, flipped in. So then the safety guy comes up. Oh, we need this end cap gone. We got to get rid of this item. Who are you? I'm the department manager. I'll actually order more if I decide. And this is a great manufacturer. They sell our crock pots and they do a great job. What are you talking about? They come in red, blue, and green. I have the, it looks, looks like a fucking Italian flag. I got the orange one in the middle. I got this whole deal on the end cap. Oh, and he starts acting out how someone can get hurt. Look, I tried to flip an egg and the whole pan flip. What? You're going to grill an egg? What the fuck are you talking? No one's flipping anything on this thing. Get a spatula. Does it need an instruction manual? What the fuck? So, Gino, people have to justify their fucking job every second they're on the clock. And then they won't, they're lazy fucks whenever they're out of sight, aren't they? They don't do nothing all day. I sold a lot of those pans, Gino. No one took my end cap away. That's good for you, man. At least to get try stand your ground, but uh, also you would have you would have given him up. Oh, sorry, sir. You wear a tie. You're better than me. Fuck you and your stupid tie. Your tie's a noose. I said these are my pans. You would have given them up. You would have look. I just really got to go finish wiping anyway. So you would just wanted a fast way out of the argument. You would have let this guy fire you. You know, you get walked on all the time. That's just what I'm used to, man. Getting walked on, but also still staying my ground when it gets too far, when it gets too much. You, know? uh, you hate standing your ground once blinds. George Zimmerman saves his own life. Once he's getting beat up in some in his own backyard. This fucking weird Skittles-eating, Snapple-drinking motherfucker showed up and started beating on him. You wouldn't allow any standing ground there. I remember, Gino. I've been tracking your political flip-flopping for years. You've been anti that. I am now prepared for an auspicious battle. Sir Kofi and myself tonight will fight valiantly against the bros from the land. Yeah, we need to pad that thing up, Gino. You're right. We need to get like a wizard hat. You're right. Like a padded doesn't even look cushion anyway. It must be cheap to manufacture a couple hundred thousand of padded. Uh, I'll even get one. Look great on cam. I mean, I don't want to hide the hairdo or nothing, but I can look like a king for a day. Raw, and of course, against the odious orc-like Usos, in order to once again yet prove that we are the greatest tag team. Uh, no disrespect. In all of WWE. You are. You are. Huzzah! 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 Gino, what's Huzzah from? Is that from Black Panther or something? I think it's just what, uh, from... What would it be? What the fuck was it? Uh, King Arthur. Not King Arthur stuff. What's up? I, I, I was hoping uh, a leaked video came out of those two guys. Oh, yeah? Look, Gino, Joe Cronin's oh, live. He looks like he needs me, and I look like I need him. We could just cut you out the middleman and do a show together. Right. Imagine me and Joe Cronin running down SmackDown right now. Oh. Hey, let me ask him if he... If you told Cody, oh, he's got a couple Genos himself. You had to suck my dick. Would you? Would you do? Gino, you never talk about sucking dick. Yeah, I don't need to talk about sucking dick when we have this great content to discuss of SmackDown and Rampage. But neither of us watch Rampage. Sure? That's, that's um, this guy looks Italian. Cody. <laughs> Didn't that guy used to do a late night show after Conan died at seventy-eight? <laughs> what? Oh. Who's dead? Nobody will be searching that. That's not even. Hey, Joe Cronin's tired again. He's wondering why his channel's dead. He's in Twitter complaining to me a lot. I send it to Ayako. Joe, don't give up. You built it. Remember when you had no donations? He's all mad about donations. Can't do it for donations, Gino. You can't show up. 
hoping, oh, is all things signed going to be here? Oh, no, Gino. I'm here three times a week, no matter who's here. And that's thing you're committing, and eventually, once I get and make sure I get a proper setup, because again, the lighting is my biggest issue that I'm upset with this. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna be getting back to streaming regularly again, man. Yeah, I'm take off the face light. Schedule. Just put the face light on the green screen. We can have a nice. Like, we can disguise your voice. It can look like you're in witness protection a little. Yeah, Gino, you're right. The lighting's a big problem. And you need a new headset and uh, camera. But everything else still is, is an issue as well. Gino Xavier Woods got presented his new crown. The Massive X crown. Let's take one more look at it. I need to see it. So I, God damn it, Joe Cronin. I got to know what I'm describing. This is going to be our artwork that JT is going to draw. I want to see his crown. I hope it has dick tip, mushroom tips on the top. JT, take as many creative liberties as you want. If you draw an open vagina, I'll just have to blur it out. And how funny would that look in episode art? It's all 4K and colorful, and then there's just a blurred part. I think that's a dick going into Kofi's mouth. But we'll find out when we see the artwork, Gino. Look at this X crown. It's everything the old crown wasn't, Gino. And we were all very vocal about the old crown. It's like, it was like child's, like a kid's crown. I don't want to bring up Burger King again. Everyone does. That's hack, Gino. It was a goddamn kid's club crown. No one brings up the kid's club when they bring it up. See, I get, I get better with it, Gino. I'm a hipster. But I love this crown. The X is for Xavier, Gino. Not DX. You were dead then anyway. Stop bringing them up. We all know VKM was better. Remember Kip Sop in the Voodoo Kin Mafia? Oh, yeah, I remember Kip Sop. Uh, yeah. Well, Cute Kip and PG James. Great group and them constantly just trying to get DX to get invaded. And all we got was Triple H doing this shitty little wave. We got to have, I've been watching Conrad and Jeff Jarrett was tortured by Voodoo Kin Mafia. He denounces all of it. And I got to see that uh, because Conrad illegally uses full clips. So I got to illegally see this invasion that happened. And it was not nearly as good as the DX invasion. Unlike this crown, which is way better than Billy Gunn's fucking King of the Ring crown. Way better than uh, Xavier Wood's old King of the Ring crown. And I support it. Huzzah, Gino. Have you said it yet? I have said Huzzah, but I will again Huzzah to the new, new <laughs> and still King of the Ring. You're one of a kind, Gino. Huzzah. Huzzah for you. Backstage, Drew McIntyre approaches Adam Pierce. It's about to get intense in here. And I know that, Gino, because I just saw a full replay right before this. No commercials or nothing. There was just a replay of Drew telling Sonya last week, I'm looking for Adam. And now here's him walking into Adam's office. I guess this is supposed to remove confusion. Like, Drew's talking to Adam, who he was looking for a week ago. But instead, it, people go, who's that girl? That Drew was just talking to in that video. Like, if anyone doesn't know Adam Pierce, they're not going to know Sonya Deville. Adding another thing to try to learn on top of it makes it more confusing. Just show Drew walking to the guy's office. Uh, more people justifying their jobs. A writer has to add an, an extra promo package. How about we give an extra minute to Naomi's promo? We need another, uh, an extra minute of You Deserve It chance. We don't need to see Sonya Deville stand there. As Adam says a week ago, I'm looking for Adam. So tell him. Well, she never saw him. You saw him first. Here we are. Thank God for the replay, Gino. And once he's in there with him, it gets real threatening. This is where we learn about the higher authority. Gino, you already leaked it. It's Nick Khan. And it better not be anyone but Nick Khan. This is the greatest idea of all time. Even Tony Khan got on TV after he said he wouldn't. Nick Khan never said he wouldn't. 
Nick Khan is ringside mingling with celebs trying to get on TV. Have you heard about that, Gino? So here's a shortcut. He's the new people power, and Nick Khan can be the higher authority. Put him in one of those electric wheelchairs. I mean, I have seen, like, came in the crowd. I did show you, in fact, that Survivor Series, there was that picture I sent you of Nick Khan. You could see Larry looking at Roman when he was in the uh, outside of the ring. So he's not, like, shy of just being on camera either. So, again, oh. we're going to see Nick Khan. He's a sports agent terrorist, I told you. He wants on TV so bad. He, Nick Khan thinks he's Ariel Hawani. So Nick Khan hates uh, Ryan Satin more than us, the fake Ariel Hawani. The sports. Nick, Ryan Satin is no sports entertainment journalist, Gino. You are. You, Jake DeMarco, Sam Roberts, Bleedies, me. There's very few, but the, the sports entertainment journalists we have are very talented. That's true, and also then would you also consider Sean Ross Sapp to be a sports, yep. sports entertainment journalist or is And Bleedy's his cousin, Chris Van Bleet. He's an amateur uh, yeah. sports entertainment journalist. He's more of like a Bischoff version. He's already got his red Corvette in his modeling career. Get the fuck out of wrestling. What the fuck is Chris Van Bleet doing? Boo him. Get him on TV so we can boo him, Gino. He was on Dynamite before. We'll boo him louder than Cody ever got booed. So Drew has his sword. Drew has his sword with Adam Pierce, so it's real scary. And at the end of this, uh, after we hear about the higher authority, and now we either hope that it's Nick Khan or we just assume it's going to be an endless reference. In, two, in six years, we'll be hearing about the higher authority. Vince died already. How the fuck are we still talking about him? It wasn't him. Maybe it's Triple H in the pink suit this time, Gino. So after the convoluted layers of part power, Drew McIntyre stabs his sword into uh, the Adam Pierce desk. And we saw during the next segment, Adam trying to pull it out. So, Gino, who's the one? Who's Thor? Who can pick up the hammer? Who can pull the sword out of the stone? R-Truth, who's got the magic touch? Reginald? Well, as we see in, like, a next scene involving this, since we're talking about, like, a little bit later, we saw Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss taking the desk that still had the sword in it. So I do what? feel they're going to be the ones to take out the sword and use uh, it for no, their No, this own is use. genius. I didn't see that. I'm glad you made that note because I had no idea that happened. Where did they sneak that in? Don't tell me, Gino. It'll surprise me on my rewatch. That'll definitely make it in Hulu. You got to watch SmackDown twice a week, Gino. So Happy Corbin took it. This is very fashion police of them. And I know I'm not wearing my fashion police shirt, but that's Monday. Where is that, Gino? Why ain't I wearing it? What the fuck? I'm wearing Apollo Crews. This isn't even a Nigerian shirt. This, it looks like it, but this is, it says 2020. It's old Apollo. Which old Apollo was good. Like, that's when we were hopeful and we thought he would get a push. And now, since he's a new character, he is getting at least a mid-card push, but not anywhere near the world title. I might change. I couldn't find that one today or I'd definitely be wearing it. Gino, I got to get a dresser like everyone else. And a cutting board. But paper plates on the floor have been working for me for so long that I just don't know how to not be single. So, Gino, I love the idea that Happy Cat has the sword with the desk in it. Now they can try to pull it out next week and not be able to. And then a line of people forms, right? I guarantee you a woman pulls it out, right? <laughs> it could. They could try to do it for, like, woman empowerment, but I do think it's just going to be some type of joke they're going to have just for one time on Happy Talk because now they have a desk for Happy Talk that has a sword. Oh, Gino! You're kidding! That's genius, too. So that's their talk desk. And is Drew already fighting them? Are they feuding? I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they're doing now because they have no other ideas what to do with Drew since he's not in the title picture. I right think now. they might be. Wasn't he on Happy Talk last week? How would I remember that? 
Gino, this stuff's depressing. I shouldn't have asked that question. It is. This is like a rock bottom for me asking you that question. But I demand an answer. Back on SmackDown, Gino. Uh, Adam can't get the sword out. And Sasha Banks is backstage with Tony Storm, the girl who used to be the 80s girl, and now she just picks a fucking random year from the last 15. What, like, she's going to be wearing stripes next week. Just start dripping, Tony. Just be a Seth Rollins. Wear future clothes. And Sasha is warning Tony about Charlotte. You know, watch your back. Because Tony's fighting Charlotte later. Later, That was a stutter, Gino. I'm you now. And remember that Tony pied Charlotte in the face. So she has to watch her back now. And then uh, the great Tony said, pie back's a bitch. <laughs> uh, and then Sasha did her uh, taunt laugh, which made it funny. Sasha does her laugh no matter what. Like, even not, you, usually it's not after a joke. It's just after a threat. So the fact that she sarcastically laughed at that joke was beautiful. It was a spitting in the face of all those writers who want to be cool, Gino. What happened to Carlito? I have no idea. Carlito's just been working indies, I think, just like, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's your favorite dude from uh, Enzo? The old not Enzo, too. Enzo's working indies right now. But he just worked in MLW, if you didn't watch last Rocky night. Romero? Yeah. Oh, big cast? Rocky's technically big me. No, Enzo. Are we talking about Enzo? Who's the guy you were going to say? I forgot his name. Uh, Samuel Vega. Oh. He's also in MLWs, too. So like I remember his Andrew. strap match with Stone Cold Gino. You were dead then. I was a little kid loving wrestling. What did you watch as a kid if it wasn't wrestling? Anime. I was watching a lot of Dragon Ball and uh, Duruto and One Piece. You're the reason Vleety started getting into this. Uh, if JT started watching it, I'd check it out. Because if JT started watching it, I'd think maybe it's good art. Because JT's an artist. And I don't like the art in anime right now, but JT could open my eyes on that. But Gino, you can't. So never bring up your childhood again. How old were you when you started watching wrestling? I think I was like 14, 15. Damn, that's not so bad, Gino. That's still almost a kid. But you need that to be eight. Did you have an older brother? Nope. Oh. I was the only child. I fear what I see without Jim. I would have never known about Shaq. He liked basketball. I wouldn't have known about Warrior. He liked Hogan Warrior. I saw Royal Rumble because of him. I would have never loved Shawn Michaels if not for my brother. So I would have been you, Gino. I would have been just as poisoned as you. I would have been stuck with that headset, Gino, but I got Astros. Hell yeah, you do, man. I mean, I, this headset's not bad. It's lasted me for over a year. So, again, I do need, like, a new one, and hopefully that's something I'm going to get by the end of the year. I'm boycotting you, Gino. Sheamus faces Drew McIntyre, and Drew wins very quick with a Claymore. It was a one-line match for me. This might have been a boycott. Where is Rich Holland, Gino? We heard his name because Cesaro was watching this match backstage on a TV. So Michael Cole said, Cesaro has history with Sheamus and Rich Holland. And I'm like, yeah, here we go. I wish he didn't say his name. I want to be surprised when I see him. But we didn't see him. Is this COVID? Do you remember when we but super kicked you right in the face? Or Gino, is, is he not Arte back? Auntie sent 1,500 elixir. Fuck you, Gino. I didn't ask you nothing. Adi's on the line. He just sent 1,500 elixir, Gino. We have to hear the song, Gino. You know the song of the week. We pick one of the gayest songs ever, every week. Usually it's Jake Paul. But now, when somebody drops 1,500 elixir, watch me live. Oh, Gino, turn it up for me. Thank you. I just want to live. Creeping about, these people are freaking me out. It's getting hectic everywhere. 
know, just get to the hook for me. Oh, Chino, don't miss it. Here we go. Can you hit that note, Gino? Can you say, I just want to nope. live? What? I cannot. I'm not going to even try, man. My voice is too low, and I'm not going to try. Is that a skill? I always thought that was cheating, like when Michael Jackson, don't stop till you get enough. It's like, yeah, okay, I can do that. <laughs> do, do one of your Michael Jackson notes now. Like, anyone can do the high-pitched notes, Gino. You can't even f fake it. You can't even fake it. Come on, Gino. Nope. I just want to live. Come I'm on, not even going to try to fake it, man. It's going to be the worst. You need the drums, don't you, to get you amped. Gino, you ever see Veronica Mars? I did watch Veronica Mars, and I saw the uh, re... What was it called? What would we call it? Revival? Oh, I think Which wasn't that bad. You saw the GoFundMe? <laughs> You better have seen that fucking movie. Now, Gino, we, now you have to sing this song. This one's almost as high pitch. You're going to love this song. It's the Dandy Warhols, Gino. Wake up. What a show. Jason Story. We used to be friends. You can't even do that, Gino? What are you, worthless? Probably. <laughs> Damn it, Gino, I can't even fight with you when you talk this way. This show is great. You're going to love it, Gino. You saw the movie before the show? You don't even know I watched about... The oh, sorry. First season, I think I got into it, but then I kind of stopped because I, I was good, but I it didn't like hook me to get me to watch the rest You're of it. You're on your dome piece. You have a year-long murder mystery in the first season. You're dropping out before you find out who killed Lily, whatever her name is. I forgot her name, too. Yeah, it did kind of drop out because I was watching like other shows, too. Like I was in the like rewatching Buffy and Angel and Charmed because that was always on, on television around my house. Buffy and Angel, of course. What are you watching Charmed for? It was around the same time every day, like on TNT they had. It was Charm, Buffy, then Angel. Yeah, but again. Shannon Doherty, we don't watch her shows. She's good in ball rats, Gino. I got to teach him so fucking much. Gino, I'm going to wake you up one of these days. You're still sleeping. Back on SmackDown, we have a Blackjack Lanza tribute, Gino. And he has a claw pose for his picture. But then they start showing him doing chokes and noogies. So I'm like, what's the claw pose for? But then he does a claw. So he, uh, he earned that pose, I guess. And he has a teammate, too, and who fucking cares on boycotting this part? Gino, you were dead then. Do you like Blackjack Lanza? I'd like Blackjack Mulligan a little bit more than that. Oh, but I've Lanza heard of him. Apparently, did have a lot of people getting in here, especially Matt Hardy talking about how much Lanza helped the Hardy Boys, so I do respect Okay. Oh, oh, my God. This Jack, the agent, the guy who fucked with Shawn Michaels for years? Fuck Jack Lanza. I got a lot of people fucked with Matt Jeff with uh, Shawn Michaels for years, man. A lot of agents did because uh, Matt Jeff, but not Matt Jeff. 
John was also kind of on drugs and enjoying his life being. You don't understand, Gino. You think it's so hard for little men today. Try the early 90s, late 80s. Thank you, Bret Hart. I'll never say it again, so capture that audio. He was able to break through, and I know Kurt Hennig deserves credit. Who cares about him? Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels are the two, and we're Shawn Michaels guys. And I want to know every agent from the early 90s that made Shawn Michaels' life hell. And then we got to hear about how he was the problem. We didn't hear about what Jack Lanza did and his fucking old head buddies. He's like 90-year-olds in the 90s from three generations before from the Carnivals. And they're trying to hold back Shawn Michaels. I don't like Jack Lanza. And again, I can understand why you don't like him. I again, don't know everything about like who he was and what type of agent he was back then. Like If he was one of the people that didn't like Shawn... Or if he was one of the people actually vouched for Sean. No, he was no Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson's the only one. And then we go backstage where Caleb Braxton, Bruce Pritchard, tell me what really happened. Tell me a Jack Lanza story since he died. And make Shawn Michaels be a part of it. Caleb Braxton, Gino, it's on something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. He'll do it, not on here. Gino got all excited. His asshole puckered up. Gino, Caleb Braxton sneaked up on Paul Heyman. And his asshole let loose. It scared the shit out of him. And after he farted, he was so embarrassed. He just said, stop doing that. And then Kayla said, are you Brock's advocate? And Paul said, stop doing that too. So Paul doesn't want any reporting happening or sneaking around. And then the two just gazed at each other. And Gino, these two are destined. I'm going to make a fanfic. Again, I don't think that'd be a bad thing at all doing another wrestling fanfic, and I'm still sure there are real in-depth ones with her and Paul Heyman. I'm sure there still are ones with <laughs> Summer Rae from years back. What? Oh, wait, did we have... I, that sounds familiar. Have I seen a Summer Rae fanfic? Where are these? I wouldn't be surprised if you've seen it. I think it was on, like, fanfic.net. They've had, like, dairy Me fanfics, like one with Summer Rae that I kind of remember. Summer, who picks Summer Rae? Is it an alternate past where she doesn't get burned? Her face is morphed. She got all fucked up somehow. One of her eyes is below her cheek. I think she's scarred, Gino. So what What about the fanfic made it stick in your mind, though? I don't remember what about that one. There was another fanfic I remember that uh, Mansoor and Brennan were reading in the car during one of their streams. They were kind of making fun of it. It was a fanfic based on Shane Thorne and Kyrie Sane. If you're listening from South Africa, fanfic is a fanfiction. It's where people fuck, but they didn't. We just want them to because we're fans. I got a bunch of them with Paige Van Zandt right now. But she's flavor of the month two months ago. I'm moving on. And, Gino, I got the numbers up. There's a lot of South Africans out there who love what you say to them. But you just confuse them. I've been reading the podcast audience survey as well. They need us to clarify. Do you remember when we super kicked you right in the face? Split McGee. Split underscore McGee sent 100 elixir. Split McGee just sent a that's Trovo spell. Gino, that's Trovo spell. I'm starting to think all things signs with Trovo. Because that, that that's Trovo spell is a way to get cheap advertisement, isn't it? Once we go on, put our videos up with a Trovo head dance, and look at this. Gino, can you do this dance? Not like that well without my camera's position. You were just doing it. You had to close your eyes I, to do it. <laughs> I, I, I'm not too sure how to mimic it, because again, I also have my light literally right in my face. You, the lights are rele- relevant, you know. It shouldn't affect any movement you make. It's affect like my eyesight. You know, so like I have, like, have my head in the right way. It's Poor weird. Gino. Got one of those ring lights, Gino? Yep. Lucky duck. That's for amateurs, Gino. Ric Flair has one of those. I got the same lights I had in 2007. 
I get the big-ass tripod, Gino. It's a production when I'm live. Not a little selfie light. And I know, and eventually I will have a better production, but literally my whole space is wall to wall. So adorable, Gino. By the way, you did the dance perfectly, Gino. You overthought it. You, if you just kept the rhythm, you would have nailed it. So, Gino, after Kayla and Paul, damn near kiss. Where's the mistletoe? That was the only thing stopping it. What's, that needs to be the mistletoe spot this year. Maybe Paul Heyman can wear it on his belt again. That's his holiday trick. Or on his tie. No, that's what Jim Cornette does. Either way, it needs to get on TV this year. The last time I saw mistletoe on WWE, Enzo was making out with Nia Jax, and it was the best. Back on SmackDown, you know, Naomi fought Sonya Deville. You and I have been just anticipating this one for months of Glow getting racisted against by Sonya Deville, abu Sonya abusing her power, and finally Naomi's going to get her hands on her. And it's Sonya's return to the ring for me. I know she had that tag match with Shayna, but that doesn't count. And this might not, not either after we see what happens. We didn't get a real match, Gino. Sonya started stacking the deck. She came out and she grabs the mic. And she has a, a guest timekeeper and a guest announcer. This is like Over the Edge 98, you know? Dude, love Space and Stone Cold. And your favorite agent, Pat Patterson, is going to fuck things up, isn't he? He was, and thankfully our good guy, our good girl, babyface, Naomi, was smart enough to outsmart those two that she brought in with her to try to even the odds at the end. Oh, this was actually a huge part. I forgot what happened here, Gino. First, when you started talking about Naomi, I'm like, I'm talking about the 98, buddy. Naomi isn't going to last in 98. That was when Trish Stratus was about to show up. But, Gino, we had a big debut tonight in Naomi's time. And we had Zia Lee finally appear on SmackDown. And what a time. Gino, you should have been there in 98. Over the edge, what a set. Mick Foley got thrown off the car. And that's the toughest bump he ever took. That was on cement. I don't care what anyone says. It's an un unsung bump. I think that might be one of them, but I still think the I quit match the chair shots to the head, the unprotected chair oh, shots would yeah. probably be an even harder bump. I just realized we've had this conversation a lot, haven't we? Because you're right. You always make this correction. Gino, here's the Ali. Oh, look at kayfabe getting broke, Gino. Now we're going to watch her workout at home after. A 15-minute home workout with Sheamus. She needs 30 minutes. Wait till you see her figure tonight. But I don't want to see the real girl. I didn't think she spoke English 10 minutes ago. Now I realize she's just another Ember Moon. Just some ditzy idiot waiting to eat her way out of the company. But you know, look at the electricity. This is so amazing. Bill and what a debut. I love this entrance so much because it works live and on TV. Even live without the electricity, it's like, wow, look at that chink go. It's amazing. Pat, Here we it go. is the protector. Zia Lee making her SmackDown debut here tonight. Most electrifying entrance, Gino. What? What the fuck? Is that the most intimidating thing I've <laughs> ever seen in my life? Pat, you heard of the build-up to her appearance here tonight. You're going to draw this, JK. We have a new picture. This is amazing. Oh, get out of here. No one <laughs> sure what to think here. I mean. And then, here's the thing. Look, then she's in the ring and she's like two and a half feet tall. She's the anonymous GM hiding under the ring. Look at this midget, Gino. Who cares now, right? 
I still care, man. Tsai Lee is a really hard-hitting, really great worker. She's an amazing wrestler, and I'm glad that she's finally on the main roster, but she's eventually getting lost in the shuffle. Oh, she's from your black and gold, so she's part of that legacy that I tried to act like didn't exist. See, Gino, you are the smart one. I'm a moron. And the whole black and gold, uh, this whole black and gold class is going to prove me wrong for years. Let's take a look at Zia Lee on NXT real quick. This is just random, Gino. Sorry if it's not a good clip. But this is what the algorithm says I should see. Here we go. What the fuck? Is that her? No, that girl's on Walking Dead. That's the black girl. That's Michonne. That's Velveteen Dream. Get ready for his date. No, that's her. What the fuck? That's, that's a head. Hold on. the greatest she's more yellow in the gimmick just like that Chinese guy in Japan who's like the uh, emperor we need that shit going on too Be more like that emperor guy oh Gino so she's been doing this shit forever this was uh, January of this year How great is Bruce Pritchard? He saw that stupid thing right there, and he knew exactly how to make it great, huh? He made that girl a girl Raiden. He basically did, and I'm kind of looking forward to since they used this whole augmented reality for Zyli with the lightning and thunder, if they're going to do the same thing with The Rock, if he ever does come. Is Raiden anime, Gino? There was, I think, a more common anime, but they have, like, animated films, which I guess could be considered animated. Look at this fat girl she fought. What the fuck is this? She knows. Uh, what's this girl? It's an enhancement match. Retrained it. Ignored what the hell is that mask? Oh, that's cultural appropriation. Oh. Might be blackface. Nice quick kicks and look at this strike and another. She was, like, seven months pregnant and she's getting her ass kicked. But Gino, the, the shoulders on Zia Lee here, look at that. That's a very different specimen, I feel like, than I just saw. We're, Kevin Dunn isn't shooting her right. Look at Welcome this. to SmackDown! Zia Lee looked amazing in that black and gold play. Just needed electricity. Oh, God, it's over already. God damn it, Gino. See, you got to watch this show three times sometimes. Sometimes the second time you're watching, it ends, like, sooner, it feels like. It's shorter than it should have been. Zia Lee had a dark match with Aaliyah four months ago. We're watching the whole thing. G oh, wait, you know, we'll look at this first. So Zia Lee debuted. Huge night for Zia. Very emotional. This is a great story from her. And apparently those comic book vignettes they've been showing of her walking to get milk and getting the, 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 the Central Park 6 rape and killer, like, that's, and then she turns into a superhero... She says that all really happened. So Zia says that big net is a real story about my life. I'm happy they put my real story on TV. When they aired it, I cried. If I have that feeling, they will have that same feeling. I think we're they in that statement. Pronouns, pal. Come on, Zia. I had a dream, like a superhero dream when I was a child. So this is kind of my dream come true. I'm surprised <laughs> she's really Nikki Ash here. Look at this. No, not almost. She is actually a superhero. Zia Ash. I'm, I'm surprised they did this whole package for me. I found out at the same time as you. I'm sitting in the back like, 
Oh my god, so good. <laughs> she should get fired for that racist joke. She's trying to do a Chinese like impression. Oh my god, so good. They did an amazing job. Gino, this is so inspirational. And she look at this. When she first found out she was getting called up, she was eating at home. I just hear my phone go beep, beep, beep. And there's so many messages. I'm thinking, what just happened? Why is it so busy? Oh, I got drafted. Gino, she got drafted? I forgot. Yeah, she was drafted on SmackDown. I think it was on day one of the draft. This is and exciting. Then, yeah. I like her more than Weili Zhang. She's better than UFC's C-word. So this girl's cleared the ring, Zeely did. But she didn't leave the ring after. So she ruined the match anyway. We still had Sonya looking at Glow, and Zeely could have just laughed and let the match happen. She's standing there. She has to get her kicks in. Fucking Indy darling over here. So this midget's already a meme. Maybe she'll get in shape and learn a new hold and come back, and we'll end up liking her. But then we go backstage, and RK Bro is there. And the cast of Jackass Forever shows up. Gino, how come the rock movies get zombies on our fucking events? They get dumb eggs. And Jackass can't do one stunt. I guess there was one part where Johnny Knoxville showed a move to Riddle. And it was like a low blow with your hand. So you low blow your friend and grab, then pull down. And it makes your friend fall forward like, like a, uh, what did he call it? Like a scorpion. That's what Rob Deerdeck would call it. So, Gino, you never showed me that move. And where's our Jackass Forever real promo? Like, can we get, like, a dildo that uh, they sold Vince McMahon, like that golden egg? I think Jackass still uses dildos. We need props from the movie. Yeah, I don't know if we're ever going to get that again since we did have that one Jackass movie tie-in where we had Giant Oxville as the guest host, the guest star of Raw that one year. So I think they just want to have this one skit with them, Wait, and then they're did done. So, oh, Gino, did something wrong go? Did something wrong happen? <laughs> why, can, why can I get this at the time? Did something unexpected happen when Johnny Knoxville was the social media ambassador? Did he do something evil? I have no idea if he did anything evil when oh. he was social media ambassador. I just remember the one like skit they were doing with that giant hand just smacking people. So I don't know if they kept on doing that oh, even backstage. Oh, okay, I, I got you. Gino, rough. you got to talk clearer to me. Now I understand. Yeah, they must have injured someone. They broke Mr. Anderson's nose. So apparently, I know the bit you're talking about when there's a big hand that'll hit someone walking. Gino, I love that bit. Did they steal that for Swerved? I got to watch more Swerved leading up to this. When is Swerved Forever coming out? That's going to be way better than Jackass Forever. Yeah, if they ever do bring back Swerve, that would be great. If they bring back any of their old content that they put on the network, it'd be like, this is going to be network exclusives because there's no more because I don't see any new table for threes or road trip. Look what Macho Punk says. He says Jackass Forever is not Jackass. Macho Punk, you were like me at the midnight showings, huh? We saw it first. Well, Gina was seeing Lord of the Rings, two theaters over at midnight. We were seeing the Jackass 2 midnight showing. I saw your movie later, Gino. It was awesome. When I saw Lord of the Rings, I went in blind. My brother made me go to a midnight showing. I'm like, if it's good enough for him to care, I'll go. How, imagine if I didn't have this brother of mine. When I, I would be the worst. I wouldn't even know about Gandalf, Gino. So when I saw this movie, and these orcs came on the screen at the beginning, it was the most horrifying thing I'd ever seen in my life. I guess I'd never even seen a trailer. I thought it was going to be like a goofy kids movie, like that Hobbit thing ended up being. I, I somehow foresaw that. But when I saw these orcs growling and in a big war, and then that guy that wanted with the big powerful Sauron guy with the ring swiping huge waves of people, 
I was like, this is the greatest movie ever. I was freaking out in the midnight showing. I showed up to the next one dressed as the Strider. I still call him the Strider, Gino. That is a good way to still call him the Strider. But at the same time, man, since we're talking about Lord of the Rings, did you see the new trailer for the Gollum video game coming out? What the hell? Do I get to be Gollum finally? I believe so. I think it's just a whole story about Gollum and his journey and him. They show him killing people. So I'm actually curious like, if it's rated M or it's like possibly just going to be rated mature. I was even playing it's MMOs. What game was it when I had to swim and look for Gollum's thing? He was in some game I played. Gino, I'm getting this Gollum game we're playing together. Also, good news. We have Trash Gamer on Discord. He installed. He got Battlefield 2042, even though he's like everyone else but me and hates it. So now he's in our platoon, Gino. We're going to get you guys Icarus so you can keep me alive as well. Gino, Charlotte faces Tony. And uh, Charlotte got DQ'd really fast because she was stomping too much. She didn't even do a Garvin stomp. It wasn't that much of a stomp. But 2021 wrestling, it's worse than 2021 football. You do a wrestling move, you get disqualified. You do a football move, you get ejected. Who the fuck watches this shit anymore? We just are <laughs> preachers of habit. We're all watching this because it's what we're used to. We're just going to keep watching it till the day we eventually all pass I away. I think we should stop letting all-time records count in football. It's not football anymore. Back when we played football, Emmett Smith was the greatest. No, no one's going to break his records. Never mind. Running backs are dead, Gino. We used to pay them what quarterback more than quarterbacks. And in fantasy football, we knew which position to draft first. Now, you guys want your half-white Patrick Mahomes to be a star so bad, you've inflated that position's value. You've made the running back useless. The running back is the real general of the team. He's the one who should be calling all the audibles, and he should be calling plays in the huddle. There should be a running back sleeve on his wrist. Aiko knows what I'm talking about. She got to see Reggie Bush in his prime. She got to see Willis McGahee before the leg break. And, you know, you'll never get that again. You'll never get a football player again. Now they just come to Vegas and kill our women. Yeah, it does seem like from what I've been seeing, because I haven't been following the NFL as much this year, but it does seem like we're not having any real amazing star Thank players you. like we used to. Thank you, Gino. Where's Brett Favre? What happened to him? Tom Brady's more handsome every day. Gino, make sure you watch Man of the, Man of the Arena. I don't know why it's called that. They, they don't play in arenas. This ain't called Canadian football. But episode four of Tom Brady's ESPN Plus documentary is about the 18-1 season. Gino, I lived all this, so I assume everyone knew the details. But it's must-watch if you're not from Massachusetts. This guy's career is even better than you think. Every game, Gino, we went on a 28-game winning streak once. We need an episode about that. Just a special little bonus episode. Gino, Brock confronted Adam Pierce. Poor Adam Pierce. He has a sword in his desk. Now Brock Lesnar's coming after him. And uh, Brock thanks Adam for getting him suspended. How come Adam didn't use the sword on Brock? I think Drew just wanted to threaten Adam and not, like, get himself in actual trouble by killing Adam. We're talking about Brock like now, Gino. Brock I think that's true. Jesus. Gino, you're confusing yeah. the South Africans. Yes. So, yeah, Brock, I just guess, wanted to threaten Adam by saying, I could kill you like I killed this 2,000-pound moose, but I'm not going that's to. That's right. Get what a story he told. This is when he busted out his H-phone his Hulk Hogan phone, and he has the flip version, which is oddly enough the new version. Uh, Hulk Hogan found his niche of the uh, market. It's the Obama phone people. 
People who need free phones or old people who need free phones. And Brock got angry at his H phone. He threw it. And he told the whole moose hunting story to intimidate us. And it worked on Adam. See, this is all, see that moose story, Gino? If it was just told by our truth it wouldn't mean anything. But when it's told by Brock Lesnar with the overalls on and the flannel, the Confederate flag shirt on, and when he has, hates his H phone, now it's character development, you know? We're establishing that this guy still reads hunting magazines. Then we get, Gino, we're at the main event already. This night flew by. I've never had so much fun with you, Gino. Was I mean tonight? I didn't notice anything being mean, man. If you were, again, I could take everything you say, man. I do the best oh, yeah. I can just to keep on with the conversation. Is that a challenge, Ayako, that Gino's doing? There's a couple things I've been saving, Gino, just for this night. Again, it's up to you if you want to say them or not, man. Oh, no. We got to get 12 days till our movie that we're the most looking forward to, so we got time. I'm keeping them secret till I really need them. One of these times, Gino, you're going to deserve to cry. It ain't tonight. You've made me too happy, Gino. You should, I want to make you smile tonight. Then we get the ones versus the New Day, Gino. We the ones, you remember, Royal Fatu's team. They're with Roman. And they end up uh, facing New Day. And there's a Twitter poll uh, that Michael Cole tells us about that establishes the best WWE tag team. Now, I wish it said SmackDown. we got to at least make the brands matter. And we're trashing the Street Profits with this poll because the Street Profits are the best tag team in the WWE. They might be the best tag team in the world. I was sure of it until Dante Martin told me Darius is feeling better. So once they're active again, we're updating these rankings, Gino. But the poll had, I don't who was on it? RK Bro. Oh, it was the three people on the match, right? It was New Day, the ones, and then was RK Bro in the match too? Yes. Okay, so they were in the poll. RK Bro won. They're the best team, according to you SmackDown fans, Gino. Who's your favorite of these teams? New Day. Over the ones? Yep. Their feud, again, I would say that that whole storyline they were going on with that was almost never-ending. It still is. With the New Day News, is probably the best thing they've done with their tag division. If this is a best stable poll, for sure, New Day has stable cred. Big E's great and all. But now we're talking about the tag team, which doesn't have Big E. And the ones have that lineage, Gino. Fatu's their great uncle or something. They, he taught them how to throw a fake punch. That's how they do it so good. So these ones have the best tag team lineage. They were doing Hawkins, Gino, the best entrance of the three for sure. So RK Bros flavor of the week. And New Day's a good stable. The ones are the ones. I can agree to that perspective. Yeah. Again, to me, the New Day, I've been a fan of them for years, even though, yes, it's kind of getting kind of corny with their way they've been doing it. And how their characters don't really change too much, but at least Woods has more character change and Kofi's You know, Ayako said you look handsome tonight. I think it's because your beard's growing in. Look at you. Yes, it is slowly growing. Slower than I expected because I, I normally is closer to being full, but hopefully in the next few days, next Monday will be full. Ayako, don't but you just want to take care of Gino for a weekend? You like bathe them, scrub them. She can give you a bed bath, Gino. She's a nurse like me. Ayako, is there a new method to do that? I remember the old method is like you had towels under the body, uh, certain layers of towels under the body, and you would actually use the towels to lift the patient. Like you wouldn't put your hands on them to move them. The towels became your uh, leverage. And then once they're lifted with the towel, your second person holds them up uh, as you wipe the back and the ass. And I was a great bed bather, Gino. I had to do it twice. 
to pass. And so again, you learn well, and hopefully it still is in your yeah. knowledge, so you can have that if you ever need it in the future. Yeah, if, if I ever, ever hang out with you. If I ever hang out with you, I'll know. And Gino, I think the Usos are the best, and I convinced you because you're awful at arguing. I've won every argument with Gino Ayako, so that's why I like hanging out with him. He stands down a little too quick, but he stands down. Gino, we did it all tonight. We saw the acclaimed wish happy birthday to Crowbar's sister. And she broke down in tears of happiness when she saw it. We found out Julia Hart's sister broke down in tears because Julia Hart had acid spit in her face and because Ring of Honor closed, which is also why Gino was crying. Gino, Ring of Honor's gone tomorrow, and their big main event's not even happening. Isn't it perfect in a way? As, as bad as it is, does it feel uh, uh, right? Like, does it feel poetic this way? Is Ring, does Ring of Honor deserve this final show without a main event? It still deserves this final show because this main event got to be changed. Because, again, we didn't know Jay Lethal was actually going to be able to be free to do it. Tony Khan gave the okay to work this show. So at least we are getting Jay Lethal to be at this final ROH show to say his goodbyes as well. See, I don't, I'm not familiar with Bandito yet. Is, is he the guy starting a company? That sounds like a name no. I read because of that. Is it Gino? Did I get it right? No, uh, John oh. Gresham is a oh. part of this okay. new promotion. I'll doing. be, I'm ready for that, Gino. So that's my ring of honor. I'll be watching that. But do you consider this Jay Lethal main event an upgrade over the Bandito match? It isn't entirely an upgrade because a story would have made more sense. John Gresham versus Bandito, but it is a upgrade in the sense that it's Jay Lethal and Gresham, the story they have being part of the foundation together and this being this big final match to prove if John Gresham can be a world champion. We got to see Jeff Hardy wandering through the crowd taking photos with fans. Where did that <laughs> Taking his time after the match, but also in a rush because he's supposed to be in the ring right now. He's supposed to be celebrating. He went to, maybe he took his shit then came back out for the pictures. So we saw Jeff Hardy was released, Gino. And we saw his childhood photos from Matt Hardy, which makes me think there's a, a break in their relationship. I don't know. My brother's been fired a thousand times. I've been fired twice as many times. He never tweets my childhood photos. So I guess we're just not famous enough for people to care. But our dead dad's in the pictures, like this one. I don't know, Gino. So we got to cover all of it tonight. We got to see that King Xavier had his new crown. Big upgrade over the old crown, Gino. And I can't wait to see JT's drawing of it. And I can't wait either. Again, JT's been killing it with the artwork. It's just like he's been killing it with the music game recently, man. Oh, my God. I found it. It's not. This is the. This is what we'll be superimposing. Our new artwork on the podcast. Gino, there you are. <laughs> oh, my God. Gino's in it. But. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, JT. Uh, JT, I wanted to put G I'll put myself in the box now. Since Gino's in the big one, I'll be in the box with your R pointing in my eyes. I can't wait to get this episode up, Gino. This is your best work of your life, Gino. All that practice with Bleedies is paying off. Gino is typically live every Tuesday and Thursday on Trovo.live slash However, uh, Thursdays are nixed for a while. As we wait for our wonderful Tyler Spida to return, the Tyler Spida fiend. Uh, Bleedies is joining me on Mondays. So his schedule is now Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Gino, let me simplify this for you, right? If there's a wrestling show, I'm after it, right? So after Monday and Wednesday and Friday, I'm there. 
But on top of that, there's still Tuesday with Vleeties. So the schedule's simple if you just write it down like that. Gino, make sure you get it down for me. I think I've memorized it good enough, but again, if I need to, I'll write it down in my schedule on my phone. You and I are live right now on HaveGrit.club on the live radio station. Our video stream is there as well, Gino, at Trobo.live slash TWFS. But if you can't watch, if you're driving, Gino, that website will always be there for you as well. I am back Monday after Raw. What can I expect Monday, Gino? What's going to happen on Raw? I have no idea what they're doing on Raw, man. Probably still continue this RK Brodement. You're waiting for Cedric Alexander to be Sami Zayn, huh? You want him to have big segments with Vince McMahon and Brock and Heyman. It's never going to happen for Cedric. Is Cedric bringing in Swole, though? I wouldn't be surprised if, like, he does try to get Swole in, or at least, like, they just enjoy their life together and her getting the help she needs. I don't want to go yet, Gino. Isn't there a video I have to watch? Isn't there always three videos left? Not today, man. There's nothing I saw that came out today. Something that we didn't discuss, though, that I did, I'm surprised you didn't talk about was Jericho being in a hospital. Oh, not COVID yes. related. I don't know. It's too sad. I don't want to worry about him. He says he's yes. okay. Apparently, he can still perform this weekend. But it's, I don't, it might have been a, it's not a cardiac event, so that's good enough. But, yes, Chris Jericho was hospitalized. They kept him overnight as precautions, you know. We don't want to worry, people. South Africa is going to have a riot now. We better get the fuck out of here. Look at what you did, Gino. I'm back Monday after Raw for Raw's fourth hour, also on Discord tomorrow. I will definitely be typing a lot during UFC, but I feel like a companion could happen. This is going to be special, Gino. I'm going to babysit you and make sure you watch these fights. And that's the only way I can be sure. But Gino, havegrit.club and subscribestar.com slash TWFS are the best ways to support. And until the day we beep. We are, we are, we are. We're the whole touching show. You see, I'm trapped in my mind. There's no Tyler tonight. We have no one to raid. B2, go live. I want to see you game. Gino should be streaming all night. One day, Gino. Gonna build up your confidence. Get your game library built up. And then you're gonna play Final Fantasy. Are you paying 70 bucks for the new one? I might. Bomb. Thank you, Gino. Great job.
It might be because they use three O's. Thank you so much, Adi. He sent a cash bang. And he sent a GGWP. Thank you again, Spliffmaster Sexy. All things side gifted, I think, six subs. Beefus with a stay safer. Beefus with a cash bang. Thank you, Beefus. Oh, babe. Sorry, Beefus. I had to sing. Thank you, Cassidy. Adi and all. Macho Punk. Macho sent a shiny uni. You're a saint, Macho. People aren't built tough anymore. They aren't built to grind. They're built weak, soft. Weak and fight, Kevin! place trophies. I'll tell you a story, Booker. I, I fought in a tournament, and I took fourth place. I don't know who the fuck on Kevin the way is. On that tournament, I had a trophy in my hand, and my dad said, hey, let me see that trophy. I like Kevin. And he threw it out the window. Kevin, come inside. We Kevin, inside. Come inside. I don't care. I don't accept Kevin fourth is. place, third place, second place. I was built to be tough. Lumbrick I was Paul, built Kevin. to last. And I was built to get things done by any means necessary. My son, Reed, so who's, you know, God knows how much he meant to me, but he loved Kevin, too. He also grew up watching John Cena, as you can tell from how thickly muscled he is. Bye. See you, Bill. See you Sunday. Bye, Bill. <laughs> See you around. We Bill. miss you, Tyler Spida. <laughs> You're missing so much wrestling, but take your time. It'll still be here for you. Wait till Tyler comes back and we get to have a nice six-hour PayPal-a-thon. A week-by-week breakdown of everything he missed again. He's going to freak out when he hears about Full Gear. Was he there for that? All right, I'll be back Monday. And thank you so much for spending your Friday night with Gino, Ayako, All Blink Sign, B2 Fist Ace, Spliffmaster Sexy, Adi, and myself. I'll see you Monday.